Okay, welcome everybody to the first ever episode of Dragon Players, the tabletop podcast of Dragon's Lair Comics and Fantasy in Austin, Texas. My name is Michael. I will be the host for this episode. Today we're going to be playing a fun little one-shot in the Tales from the Loop RPG from Free League and Modiphius Entertainment. We do have a lot to get through. Our players will introduce themselves, so I'll give us uh, that, a quick interview uh, overview of the game for those who are not familiar with it. And then we'll be off. So you, you want to introduce your character? Tell us who you are. Hi, I'm Chris the Rocker, coming to you live from, <laughs> well, I still don't know yet, but I'm here. So ready to party. All right, cool. What do you got? Hey, I'm Kaylee, and I'll be the bookworm. And you? I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a weirdo. All right. So, oh, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tales from the Loop is a really simple and elegant RPG. Each player, as you just heard, we're playing... Um, kids in an alternate history 1980s the loop in the title is referring to a particle accelerator that sits underneath the setting of our game today which is boulder city nevada about 25 miles north of las vegas right by the hoover dam the loop's technological advancements uh given rise to like an entire culture of weird science there's automated robots floating through the skies there's strange dimensional portals and time travel and weird creatures running through your town all kinds of stuff is in your everyday life in this world. So we're going to be playing in this setting. Hopefully it's a lot of fun. To be honest, though, for these kids, it ends up still being kind of boring because they still have to go to school each day. Uh, they still argue and fight. Uh, their parents may not understand or listen to their problems. It's still life as normal for kids. So that's the setting in which we find ourselves. It's 1987 in Boulder City. Tales from the Loop has six core principles. These are things we are going to abide by when playing. The first is that your hometown is full of strange and fantastical things. The Loop is the cause or the reason behind all this weird and wonderful science you might encounter. The second principle is that your everyday life is still dull and unforgiving. It's still full of obstacles for kids. Your parents still do whatever they want. Your alarm will always ring in the morning, that kind of stuff. Still kind of sucks for kids in general. Uh, the third point is that adults are going to always be out of reach and out of touch because they live in their own world. There's no point asking them for help. Uh, they don't understand. They're annoying. They're malicious. And even if they do help you, it never lasts. The fourth principle is that the land of the loop is dangerous, but kids will not die in this game. It's simply not a mechanic that is in the game. Uh, they might be hurt or captured or brokenhearted or sad, but um, not going to die. So there's that. Good, to, good for everybody, I think. Yeah. Um, damage and harm is instead tracked through something called conditions, which kids will gain through getting into trouble. We'll go over that in a little while. The fifth principle is that the game is played scene by scene, so it's very cinematic. We're going to be skipping all the boring parts of walking through town and looking through the shelves at the store and you know climbing trees and stuff. Um, we'll just go on with scenes of important story, um, good experiences that are related to the mystery at hand. Uh, we'll jump from one player to another, so we'll do our best to make sure we keep up with who's currently acting in the current scene and make a good listening experience, hopefully. The sixth principle is that the world we're playing in is described collaboratively. So while I'm hosting the game and I have the mystery here that I'm going to unveil to the players, everybody's going to partake in exploring and describing the things and people we meet. Um, everybody's kind of collaboratively building from our imaginations, and hopefully it makes a lot of fun. So... A quick overview of the rules. Players are playing kids in this world. Kids have a variety of attributes and skills, and they'll roll against these skills to find success. We roll with a pool of six-sided dice, or D6s, 
And to succeed, generally speaking, you need one six, more if it's a particularly difficult test. Kids have what's called a drive and a pride. A drive is maybe why they go investigate mysteries. A pride is something they think on to empower themselves. And on top of that, they also have a problem, which is the thing that kind of keeps them up at night and worries them most. Each of our players has a unique drive, pride, and problem that we'll kind of hopefully explore our mystery today. Um, on top of that, depending on their age, kids might have luck points, which they can spend for re-rolls. I think one of our players doesn't, which I think Chris doesn't have any because he's playing a 15-year-old kid, whereas the others are younger, so they get luck points. In rock and roll, you don't need luck. You don't need luck mm. in rock and roll, that's right, <laughs> yeah. There's other rules in the book. There's other types of rules and ways to fix uh, failure and succeed against trouble, but we're just playing with these tonight because I don't want to get too bogged down in different rules since, surprise, it's everybody's first time playing this system. Uh, kids also have an anchor, which is a person in their life they'll go to for comfort and support, um, a safe space to be themselves. So each player has an NPC that's acting as their anchor. We might have scenes with them if they get into really bad trouble and they need some help. And finally, kids have what are um, simply called items, things that give them circumstantial bonuses against checks and uh, certain types of trouble. And each kid also has an iconic item that is always with them and can give them a better bonus against uh, related roles. So everyone's iconic item, drive, pride, problem, all of that's all taken care of already. So we're going to get into a couple questions I have for the players just to sort of build the role-playing experience and get people in their character's mindset. Um, Kaylee, the bookworm, what does your character's room look like? Definitely piles of books just everywhere. I like to think I have a lot of those, like, cat posters, like, to hang sure. in there. like motivational? Yeah. And I definitely have those little sticky stars that went all over your ceilings. Oh, yeah. But I very meticulously put them in constellations, because I would definitely have the books for those. Sure. That makes sense. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Chris, the rocker, <clears throat> what does your character think about school? Well, school is for posers. Let's just get that out of the way right away. But at the same time, you know, it's a place to meet up with people. They're cool. And I'm always looking for new bandmates. So it's a big pull of some potential, you know, yeah, even I mean, the triangle players are great. Yeah. I mean, you're 15, right? You're about to drop out. Oh, I mean, I'm just waiting for the day. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, Elizabeth, the weirdo, what do you think your character wants to do when they grow up? Uh, I want to be a magician. I like that. <laughs> I do like that. What kind of, like, close-up street magician or, like, like, Vegas? I mean, you're real, you're right outside Vegas. Oh, yeah, obviously. I, um, will sit in my room at night and pretend like I am up on stage. Mm -hmm. I am the coolest headliner <laughs> magician in Las Vegas, hands down. All right, yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah. I like it. A couple more for everybody. Um, Chris, the rocker, um, your pride. Can you tell us what your pride for your character is and tell us how it affects your character's life? All right. You're asking for some heavy-hitting questions, and I'm down for it. So I always stand up for my friends. And you, it's not just, you know, my bandmates. It's also the groupies. Like, you got to support yeah. your team. And that's, that's your pride is standing up for people. Sometimes people get picked on. And, you know, my older sibling, Alex, he always kind of told me that, hey, you should be nicer to people. They're more hippie-ish. But, you know, I still respect that. So, yeah. Is Alex a brother or a sister? Uh, Alex is a brother for sure. Cool. You know, went cool. into the military, discharged, now a hippie. Sure. <laughs> He's cool. Makes He's sense. Cool. It's, the, it's the 80s. That's what people are. The hippie movement's on its way out, but maybe it's just late to the game. Uh, I mean, we don't talk about that. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. Right. Um, Kaylee, K 
can you describe for us your problem and tell us how it's gone from bad to worse lately in your life? Nobody will tell me how my dad died. Mm. Like, can you imagine being 13 and not knowing how your dad died? Just one day he's in a coffin. And it's really part of the reason I got into books because books have had the answer for everything else in my life. So you might as well have the answer for this. What do you think people have told you about your dad's death? Have they told you anything specific or have people just avoided the question? Kaylee, your father is dead. He Mm. will not be coming home again. Okay. Ouch. And what do you think, what do you think your, what did your father do before he died for a living? Did he work I know he used to work on a lot of the machines that we see. He worked in the facility at the Loop. That's a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people's parents do work there. Uh, Boulder City is not a gigantic town. So you're right. A lot of people's parents work at the Loop and it's not uncommon. So uh, I think your story is probably one shared by a lot of people. Um, So cool. Which you would think would make it easier, but only makes it harder. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Elizabeth, um, what do you think in your upbringing has given you the drive that you do have? So what, what, what is your drive and why do you think you have that drive? Um, so I, I live with a single mom mm-hmm. and uh, she just doesn't like we're we're best friends. Sure. But she just doesn't always understand me. Mm-hmm. So I just I really like weird things. Mm-hmm. I like to to go out and and find like dead things mm-hmm. and and like cool rocks mm-hmm. and she just doesn't understand but that's fine because like she lets me keep it. Yeah, she kind of lets you be you and you kind of leaned into that as much as you yeah. can. Yeah, it's cool. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so I have a couple questions for the group as a whole. Anybody can chime in. Who do we think of your little friend group here? However you've connected to one another through school, through extracurriculars, however you are connected to one another. Um, which of you is generally the leader of the group? Elizabeth's pointing to Chris. <laughs> I would also. So Kaylee. And I think that makes sense. I, as the, as I mean, the, you know, I am the this, oldest. You're the oldest. So... You're probably the most, like, worldly. You're the one who's not the weirdo shut-in. That that does make sense, I think. So. But I gotta say, always when I'm kind of connected, Elizabeth, we, we kind of share the same metal music taste. Like, when I say metal, I mean, like, you hit a hammer on a piece of metal, mm-hmm. it gets that good twang, and you can yeah. put some, like, good stuff with it. Oh, it's great. It's yeah. fantastic. Some fun connections. I like that. So what do you guys think makes you fight amongst yourselves when you do? Is it differing viewpoints on... Um, school is it different people you like or don't like um is there anything you guys think you fight about and why well i know they get kind of upset when i'm like talking about leaving all the time sure and i like, mean you're you're outgrowing this town right you're, you're in like your last year or two of being... and they're cool but they're also kind of young mm-hmm. so i mean i like them you know mm-hmm. i mean let's face it if we all hung out at school no one would believe us yeah yeah that makes sense so you guys are mostly an out-of-school group that hang out together. I mean, you honestly probably don't even all go to the same school. I'm 12. Yeah. <laughs> She's like right. a little sister. We yeah. tag her along. Sure, sure. Makes sense. All right, what do you guys like to do together? When you do hang out, do you um, do any particular activities? Is it just kind of a hangout and chill time? Well, Chris definitely introduced me to Metallica. Not <laughs> sure how my mom felt about that. <laughs> And I got to say, that's kind of the freedom that me and my bro got, is that we live in a junkyard. You know, it's like we have sure. all those times to listen to what we want. You guys you know? live out by the salvage yard. and Yeah, not, you know the place? Right around much, the corner? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do know the place, actually. Super sick. 
very helpful for building things that I've learned about in my books. Sure, yeah, yeah, interesting. Probably a lot of weird salvage for you to find as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Um, well, speaking of that, I think that segues nicely into the into the next question. Final question, actually, is what is your guys' hideout? You have sort of a safe place you all go to to spend time together, or recuperate, or just relax and get away from life. Do you think it's at the salvage yard? Is it something hidden amongst the stacks of discarded robots and flying trucks and things like that? Or? I mean, I would say definitely. Yeah. I think that between Elizabeth and I, that we built probably the coolest clubhouse. What do you think it looks like? Is it is it like scrap built together, or is it some kind of large container or vehicle maybe left to rot? Or what, what do you guys think it looks like? I feel like maybe we would have found, like, an old shipping container or something sure. that had a door and then, like, moved an old junkyard car in front of it to make a special door. Uh, like a secret entrance. So, like, we have to go through the car to get into the I like building. that. That's Don't pretty cool. Don't forget the robot eyes we left dangling so it would scare the other kids Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 that was pretty cool. Sentry cameras, mm-hmm. maybe. Wink. I like that. So, sort of a discarded ship shipping container um, just kind of left in one of the piles of salvage that you guys hang out in. That's actually really cool. I like that a lot. Totally so. decked out on the inside. Oh, I bet. You got an old Obviously. ratty couch, probably. The beanbag is choice. And smelly, probably. I mean, that, it's you, more made. You don't but. notice the smell. Right. Well, everything smells, if you're cool enough. <laughs> That's called being nose blind. <laughs> Do you guys think you have any like technology in there, or is it more of a hands, uh, hands-off, no-tech kind of zone? You think you got like, a working TV... Um, um, maybe a... If we did, it'd be like an I mean, one. if you punch it enough, it works. Hey, I taught her well, right? <laughs> right. Now, right. Alex doesn't like me having technology, so definitely all my stuff is in there. You know, yeah, so, gotta... you're, so you guys don't have uh, sort of any of the fancy, you know, new age kind of tech. You're more... No, I mean, <laughs> it's not like... Now, Kayla, you guys probably do, I imagine. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. I would, I'd like to imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, that you probably... You know, you might not know. Your family probably got a very nice, um, you know, insurance payout from your dad's mysterious work, and you probably have a. a I mean, my mom did finally upgrade the car so it has better wood paneling on the sides. Nice, I like that. And Elizabeth, you guys, what do you think your home life's like? Pretty average, middle class, lower Um, middle class. Definitely lower. My mom's a single mom. She works at the grocery store. You know, we don't have a lot of money. Our couch is from like the old neighbor who died. Okay, all right. all right. I must make it cooler for you. It's a little stinky, but yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I like this setup a whole lot. We're going to get into our mystery, and, um, you know, hopefully it all goes well. So, it is currently mid-May in Boulder City, 1987. Um, it's the last couple weeks of school for many of you. Summer is approaching with it an oppressive heat that you know permeates the desert and the surrounding settlements. Um, so, you know, nobody's looking forward to that. But it's still school uh, for a couple more weeks. We're coming up on June. And for the three of you, it's been more or less everyday life as normal for the past however many weeks or months. Um, you know, Kaylee, I don't know how long it's been since your dad died. Probably a couple months at this point. Um, You know, if you're having trouble at home or maybe you're having trouble at school, normal life. Um, Elizabeth, you are going to be the first person for a scene today. We're going to take you to the afternoon. Okay. Um, After school, it's a Wednesday. Um, After school's let out, 
you are done investigating the old football field for shiny mushrooms and rocks and things, and you're walking home from school. You maybe cut across um, sort of one of the, the old like sewage drain, um, drain pipes and, and stuff out in the outskirts of town, and you see around the backside of a local grocery store is a kid that you recognize. It's a sort of um, skinny kid with a really rough buzz cut, um, uh, a big kind of almost too big for his face nose, and a persistent sneer on his face. And this is Tony. And Tony is two years older than you. He's still at your school, though. He's, he's 14. Uh, he's about to go into high school next year, and he thinks he's the big man in town and all that. And he has been a persistent bully to you for the past probably year or two. And as you're walking, um, you see him sort of like screwing around with his friends behind the grocery store, kicking over trash cans and stuff. What do you do when you see this? Because you don't see anybody else around who is witnessing this. It's just you, and there's not many places to hide. Well, I don't want to be picked on right now. I don't want to lose my mushrooms. Sure. And I, I, I need to get home. I need... I need to put these mushrooms in a jar. So I, I'm gonna go on the other side of the street okay. and I'm gonna keep my head down and I'm just I'm just gonna walk. Okay, I would like you to uh, roll a sneak test for me. So that's gonna be your body attribute plus your sneak skill. You're looking for a c uh, six here. Uh, just to see if you can avoid being seen by Tony and his, uh, his handful of friends that are there. So how many dice do you get on a sneak test? So I have three for body and then two for sneak. All right, so, so roll me 5d6 and see if you can get a six out of that. I got two sixes. Awesome. So you do succeed. Um, you you take maybe a choice moment when um, Tony is sort of shoving one of his friends into the trash. They've just spilled all over the back of the grocery store's parking lot. And you just duck behind a mailbox and just kind of wait for a second. And eventually they get... They get bored, they get distracted, and they just go through an alley back towards the front of the store. And then you, I assume, book it home. I'm beelining it. I'm going. Awesome. Well, good, I mean, good dodge there, because you know he's been he's been pretty cruel to you lately. Um, a lot of kids don't understand you. You know, they don't understand why you are the way you are. And um, you, you've become sort of skilled at avoiding the, the more persistent ones. So good work there. Thanks. We're going to jump to Kaylee now. Uh, Kaylee, it's the same day. It's a Wednesday. Um, but school is out, and after school, you went to the public library, which is like your... Of course. It's, it's like your mecca. It's where you go to hang out. You're, um, you're there. What do you think you're reading or studying? They about? know me there. I'm a yeah. cool kid. Yeah, they actually do. Uh, one of the librarians there is named Whitney, and she's actually a really good friend to you. She's about, uh, probably 20 years old, um, working after she's graduated high school, and you guys are similar. She um, always finds me the coolest book. You have a kinship, basically. And what do you think you're reading or studying at the library this I'm afternoon? I'm definitely looking into more of the robots and sure. all the stuff that's going around and the history of the town. So you're doing just... like history of like robotics maybe and how they've affected your yeah. town? Yeah. Okay, cool. Trying to figure out what might have happened. Sure, sure. Um, well, as you're doing that, you're perusing a couple books. Um, you know, you're you're hearing some other people whisper as they're studying, maybe from the high school or even from the local community college. Um, people leave you alone for the most part here. And 
before you know it, you're kind of alone in the library and you realize it's because it's past seven and the library closes at seven. And as you're sort of figuring out what to do with all your books, you see Whitney comes around the, the side of a shelf and she offers, um, she says to you, you know, it's, it's getting late. Do you want me to walk you home? I think that I'll be okay. Are you, I wanna... are you sure? She says, I mean, it's, you know, I know your mom worries and stuff. I want to read, and I I wouldn't want to be rude to you. I mean... I mean, I'm going home, too. We got to close up. We, I mean, I can check them out for you, what you got there, if you want, but... Definitely want to check them out. How about we walk partway, so you don't go way out of your way, because I want you to be safe going home, too. Okay. Cool. Yeah, she'll agree to that. She'll check you out books that you have, um, a couple of the sort of more recent histories of um, the, the loop that is underneath your town. I also have and... one book about weird hauntings sure yeah that i want to show to elizabeth sure yeah weird haunted stuff yeah plenty of those in uh in las vegas so you'll definitely find books like that uh she'll check those out for you and she offers to walk you home you're headed um the library in boulder city is sort of south central and you probably uh, live a little more north i imagine so you're headed up and she will um walk you through one of the more main sort of shopping thoroughfares in town. You see there's a couple clothing stores, uh, a tailor attached to some of them. Um, there's a couple grocery stores and convenience shops. Um, and then there's the stuff where you and your friends kind of hang out. There's like the little hole in the wall record store that is almost never open for some reason. Um, there's the game store, which a lot of kids in town hang out at. And um, once you get to sort of the turn where your paths divide, Whitney just says, hey, um, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, get home safe, you know, enjoy your books, and I'll, I'm sure I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much, Whitney. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, she uh, walks off her direction. You walk your direction, and... I want to um, open my book and read while I walk. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, make a... Um, you know, we're not going to make any tests for that. You you don't trip and fall on your face. That, that <laughs> sounds like something that I would do when I read and walk at the I same time. I read all the time. Yeah, you're a pro with this. You get home safely. Uh, your mom's, you know, already asleep at that point, and you're you're good for the evening. Um, Chris, we're gonna jump to you now. You're uh, same evening. You're at your house. You're listening to music in your room. What do you think you're listening to? Is it your well, own music or is it somebody else? I mean, you gotta get a feel for all the persuasions. It's you, it's kind of egotistical to think of yourself like myself's pretty good. But anyways, so Metallica came up with that new band they were going with, Titanica. So sure. I'm kind of into it. It, sure. it brings a lot more metal, if you know what I'm saying. More metal to your metal. Yeah, yeah. Sure. All right. Um, you hear over the sound of your music and make a break between songs, uh, listening on the weird sort of modified Walkman maybe you have. Um, you hear somebody yelling in your house, and it's just you and Alex, so you assume it's him. Um, you don't hear what it is because the, the headphones are muffling a lot of it, but you do hear that over the, the break in the music. Oh, I know he hates technology, and, and he's let me kind of do my own thing. Maybe there's like a drone flying by. He's upset. I, you know, I, I wouldn't pass it too much heat. It's probably okay. Yeah. Um, okay. You Are you going to keep listening to music? Oh, I mean, I do care about my bro, so yeah. more than likely, I at least take out one of the earbud, you know, sure. things I got in my suction here. You hear, you can't make out the words, but you can definitely hear that he's yelling, and it sounds almost like he's crying about something. Oh, snap. Um, okay. Like, it sounds serious from what you can tell. Well, we don't play that game in the family household. We take care of stuff when it happens. So, you know what? Titanic can wait. 
Okay. I'll be out there. All right. So you head out uh, down the hall to his bedroom, which is just sort of across the, the down the hall in your two-story house. Um, and are you just going in? Are you going to listen at the door? What do you think you're doing here? Well, I mean, the beads are going to give me away as soon as I try to pass into his door. <laughs> sure. So I might as well just like knock and be like, yo, bro, you okay? okay? You knock. Uh, you call that out. I would like you to make an empathize test to see if he'll come out and talk to you. Oh, I'll empathize him. What's, so it's going to be your mind plus empathize. What do you get for those? You know, with empathize, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty mindful. So I got five dice all together. Five it is. Let's see a six. Six. I got a nothing but sixes. I didn't get any sixes. Okay. So um, <laughs> you sort of knock on the door. You call out to Alex. Um, and you, all he says is, um, you know, you can hear it's through the tears is not now i can't right now just you know go away basically and what do you do i mean i'm not gonna listen to him uh, he's always get. i'm just gonna sit next to his door he's got to come out eventually okay are you gonna try and listen on what he's upset and talking about i mean obviously if he's not gonna be upfront about it we just gotta get behind the music lines you know okay. we gotta get into those notes then i would like you to um let's see what would this test be apologies this is my first time playing too i'm trying to get all the tests in my head um, let's say it's, um... Comprehend. Comprehend. Yeah, let's do a mind comprehend test. See if you can, uh, understand, just based off the snippets of conversation, what he's actually upset about. Well, me and my bro, we're, we're, we're cool, but we're kind of dissing. He's into this whole other world, so... Yeah. Probably, probably get three dice. Yeah. Not, not the best uh, skill you got there. But you know what, homie? I still got the six. <laughs> so you can listen at the door, and you can actually tell that, um... You know, you said he was he was military. He probably was he probably was maybe not in Vietnam like the post. He never you know, told me why he got kicked out. Yeah, I some, something in the military regarding that after after the Vietnam War concluded, um, and you can tell he's upset and yelling at somebody because somebody has died that he knew. Oh man! Um, and so whether or not you know how to handle that, um, it's it's definitely a tough. A tough thing that you're hearing kind of you're piecing it together as you listen to the conversation and the the like anger and frustration and sadness all mixed into like one kind of explosive reaction that is rare from your brother um it's pretty you, stoic usually so. yeah what do you what do you think you do in this situation are you gonna are you just gonna well usually at this time and i do kind of keep it to myself i start fidgeting my yo-yo i don't mm -hmm. like use it but mm -hmm. you know is i kind of start you know rolling it back and forth and I, I don't know, I, I would like, maybe, can I, I want to see if I could peek under the door. Maybe I can kind of get an idea what he's looking at. Because he's not listening to me. There's not a lot of space in the door, unfortunately. You, you can just keep listening if you want. You won't be able to really see anything. It's shag carpet. Always yeah, things. unfortunately. Yeah, it does that. Well. You guys relate to the game on the upholstery. Yeah, I mean, it's a junkyard. You got what you yeah, got. Sure, sure. Well, uh, I mean, I know he has that window that he boarded up, and I thought there was a like an opening in it. Maybe I can go outside and check it out. If you want to try, you certainly can. Um, is that what you're gonna do? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you head outside, um, and if you're gonna try and scale to the second floor to sort of peer into his window, I'm gonna need you to make a move test for me. All right, move test. All right, well, this... What do you get for a move test? Body and move. Body move? Well, apparently, I got those you're moves. Pretty, you're pretty... Uh, I like Jagger 2.0, you know? Yeah, you got those moves. Exactly. How many is that? That's seven. Seven's pretty good. Seven's more or less about as high as you're going to get without some help. Uh, you know, casual one six. That's one all six, you need. Hey, one six is all you need. So, you... Um, 
your house has had some sort of haphazard repairs over the past years. Uh, there's some sort of uh, siding that juts out, some loose you know, screws that are just out enough to get your foot on them. Mm-hmm. Um, you do manage to scale sort of the outside of the house, and you can kind of peek in the window. It does have sort of shutters that are nailed you know, to, the, to the frame of the house, um, but you can kind of peek in. And you see, by the time you've gone outside and climbed up there, he has um, hung up the phone he was talking on. Oh. Um, and he's just sort of sitting quietly um, up against his wall, his eyes closed, and just crying quietly um, to himself at this point. All right. Uh, can I do something? What do you want to do? Well, What do you think you would do in this situation? I know he's got it boarded up. It's all on the inside. So if I freak him out, he'd probably let me in. So I'd be like, yo, bro, I'm going to fall. Get me in. Okay. So you shout that. And... Um, you see he just bolts up and looks around and, like, storms over to the window and, like, peers through the cracks and just in sort of the same, like, through line of frustration and, and um, high emotion just screams at you, what are you doing? And, um, like, it's, it's a level of emotion you don't often see from him. Um, and he sort of, like, starts fidgeting with it, trying to, like, get the window open. And eventually he does, and he hauls you in through the window and you just tumble to the floor mm-hmm. and um what do you what do you think you do when that happens well at this point i really haven't seen him like this like and not in your memory he's, yeah this is old. this is very out of character for your brother so uh i mean i'm gonna have my yo-yo behind my back you know just mm-hmm. a, you know, a little casual touch to make sure i'm you know i'll keep my center as it's important as a stage master so i'm gonna talk to him i'm gonna try sure. uh, what do you say like Hey, uh, I know you go through some stuff. I, I know you don't want to talk about it, but I'm supposed to be your brother, man. Like I'm trying to help you. I, I mean, it's the least I could do. We don't have anybody else. We gotta kind of stick together, you know. Sure. Go ahead and make a charm test for me. That'll be heart plus charm. Oh, I got that heart though. I got a lot of sad songs already. Third grade, you know, date totally. broke up with oh, me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We all know that feeling. I mean, I can't give her my like my yo-yo. Those universal right, so feelings. Looking at, <laughs> uh, looking at eight altogether. That's good. That's what you're good at, apparently. Um, and we got a six. All right. So you sort of reach out and you're trying to connect with this like brotherly connection, and um, when you do, he sort of like collects himself a little. He pick he helps you get off the floor. He he apologizes to you for throwing you, and for the next um. For the next hour or two, he just sits with you on the bed and he tells you that one of his, uh, the people he worked with when he was in the service was found dead. They don't know why. It was one of his best friends and he's having a hard time. And you guys talk into the night about that and it's a, it's a, it's a good bonding moment for you. It really is helpful. He's a good bro. Yeah. We're going to end that scene there and I think we're going to um, get into sort of the, the story proper here. All three of you are together. It's, it's maybe a couple days later. Um, you know, it's, let's say it's a Saturday, um, late morning, you guys are hanging out, you're walking through town together, maybe, what do you think you're doing? We're all together? Yeah, everybody's together, you're hanging out in town, or maybe you're walking, um, to a store or something, maybe you're going to see a movie or something, what do you guys think you're doing together in town? 
I'm definitely quizzing Kaylee on this uh, supernatural book that she read. Awesome. Oh, yeah, I have that for you. You said that you got that couch from your neighbor who yeah. was that dead guy. And I thought that, what if your couch is haunted? I think it is. Oh, my God, I think it is because I swear. I swear I saw, like, fuzzies. You know, like, fuzzies. Those are called orbs according to this book. Oh, my God. All right, note to self. Next mystery, haunted couch. <laughs> already um, solved we know who it is yeah it's well, old man Greg. where do you where do you think where do you guys are going today on this morning i mean i definitely think we should see if that record store is all open or not there's something weird about that it's never open yeah. oh no i tried to get in one time and like when i try to like yeah you know, i'm not saying i'm you know greatest at times but uh, you know, the doors sometimes are unlocked right you just gotta jiggle a little bit and sometimes you gotta put your shoulder into it it also sometimes helps open the door you can do that yeah it, you gotta see that's what i'm here for right you know we just gotta put your right arm into it and shake it all about and uh unfortunately though i i think there's like i'm just this is a little weird but you would know this more than anything else kaylee I felt like there was like a force field. Like something was telling me, do not go in there. <laughs> it's haunted. That's called your conscience. <laughs> oh, that's oh. right. Well, I don't know. I mean, my conscience tells me a lot of things. What am I supposed to listen to? All of it? <laughs> I have a really good book about Kant that you could read. Uh, I don't <laughs> need you, cotton. You know, as, you guys, as you guys are walking through town having this bizarre discussion, <laughs> um, there is something that does catch your eye. You are walking through sort of a, a small um, town square, and you see there's a crowd of kids, a lot like you, all um, sort of hovering around one business, which is um, Denning's Tower. Denning's Tower is the local video game shop, and uh, it's run by Mr. Denning. He has been here for as long as any of you can remember. He's an old guy. He's kind of a, a grumpy old guy, but he's um, he's got, like... All those, you know, Japanese consoles that keep getting released, and like Nintendo just came out a couple years ago with the Super Mario Bros. game, and he had it, you know, day one. So he's like the guy to go to if you want any of those cool new video games. So yeah, <laughs> right. Poser. But you see, these kids are all crowding, and it's because he's put up a poster, an advertisement for a new game, basically that's coming out, and it's called Rune and Ruin. And you can see this poster is sort of this, uh, it's this black poster with this purple sort of like uh, space or starry background. And standing on it are three um, sort of heroic characters. There's this knight in full armor brandishing a sword. There's a priest with a staff and sort of these um, white and gold robes. And then there's um, this, this thief in sort of like black leather armor wielding a sharp dagger. And it looks like a new game coming out and everybody is chattering excitedly oh this is I, I heard this is gonna be coming out so it looks so cool i heard my my uncle works for this company no he doesn't shut up and all these kids are chattering about this game and you see them just it's just a almost a mob of like 20 you know preteens um and yeah you you see that uh, what do you guys do oh did mr denning get a new game yeah, it kind of looks like he's got some, I mean, I don't know. It looks cool, right? Like, but is it good, though? It's always the outside looks always look too fake. Like, it's not real enough. Yeah, 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 totally lame, right, Chris? <laughs> yeah. Right, Chris? Yeah, see? <laughs> I wonder if there's a strategy book for it yet. So as you approach, if you if you approach the store, you can actually see Mr. Denning, who, again, is sort of this crotchety old man. He's like, 
he's not the right kind of person you would think would be playing these video games that are coming out these days. Um, and he sort of like starts shooing the kids away. You're you're blocking the sidewalk. Get out of here. This isn't out yet. And you can see that the game poster now has a uh, a date on it. It says releasing June seventh, which is one week away. Um, and you see he's sort of like shooing all these kids away, and they're all kind of leaving disgruntled, like what a cranky old man. We just want to talk about the game, that kind of stuff. He then goes back into his shop. Uh, after shooing away the preteens that are blocking his thoroughfare. What are you guys doing? I want to rush up, and I want to go in. Guys, okay. I have to see if they have a strategy book yet. Because if the game's coming out on the 7th, if I start reading now, then I'll know everything by the time it comes out. I mean, you can at least tell me if it's good or not. Like, I, Alex doesn't like me like playing these kind of games, but I probably can watch you, and I think that'd be kind of cool. So. Um, it looks, Kaylee, if you look at it, it looks like the game is coming out for... The Nintendo Entertainment System, or the NES, which nice. um, Mom just got you, one of those. You guys, of of the three of you, you are probably the one who has one of those. Um, so that might interest you as well. Uh, if you go talk to Mr. Denning, um, of course I'm gonna go yeah, talk to Mr. Denning. He will Denning. tell you um, in sort of a frustrated, like like he's answered this question too many times kind of way that um, there's there's no game guide. The game's not out yet. The guide will come with the game. Look, look I'm trying to get it because. Just don't bother me about it. And he sort of shoes you away. Um, but it seems like it's gathering a lot of attention, whatever this game is. Well, I can at least figure out next time what kind of games it's like, because then I can study their guides. And if I can study their guides, then I might know what this guide's like. If you would like, um, you can go ahead and make a comprehend check to figure out what kind of information, um, what kind of other product this game might be like is if it interests you definitely so that'll be a mind plus comprehend so my mind's four my comprehend's two pretty so good six good chances nope i'm bad at things so <laughs> you you may not be super familiar with video games they're i mean they're still a pretty new thing on the american market i mean there's not a ton of them out there these days um the ones that are kind of rare and hard to find except for the big names like Super Mario Bros. and, you know, stuff like that. Um, it's definitely, from what you can tell, like a fantasy game. Um, there's swords and magic, and, um, you know, the word rune in the title would imply some kind of magic, since um, you guys may or may not be familiar with Dungeons & Dragons, which has come out in the last couple of years, and you may know kids who play it. And Dungeons um, & Dragons is a game based around books. It's it is. basically made for me. It is, yeah. Some people are scared of it, so it is kind of metal. Yeah, it is. Indeed it is. Um... And you get the sense it's similar to that in, like, a video game form, which is probably why it's gathering so much attention, because D&D is really popular with kids these days, and, um, you know, the game looks like a, a cool, like, uh, interactive adaptation of it. So something to keep in mind, you guys seem, um, if you guys are interested in it. Um, we'll, we'll go ahead and end that scene there. Does anybody have any other scenes they want to they wanna do before we jump to the next one? Anybody have anything going on they want to explore? Oh well, when it comes to the, like, I I do go to the, you know Denny's like place. It's it's got yeah. some cool games, and more importantly, those sounds you get out of there, like yeah. the beep boop beep boop boop. And he he does have pretty um, good. a couple what we would know as like demo cabinets. He has sort of a store system that if you're you know nice, he's in a good mood, he'll let you play on them for a little while. Um, and it's not just a video game store. He also sells um, 
you know, tapes and, and albums like that on, on cassette and things like that as well. So you may be familiar with it from picking up a couple um, a couple albums there. You might have gone in just to see if there's any weird stuff you can get there, Elizabeth. Um, you, you guys are familiar with it. It's, it's sort of an institution in the town, mm-hmm. basically. Guys, are we going to go to the record store or not? I guess if the guide's not out quite yet. Okay. So you guys arrive at the record store if that's where you're going. Um it's it's a strange place because it's sort of a hole in the wall and it's um it's it's kind of like stores in like New York we have to like go down some steps to get to it like it's underground almost like under another business it's very strange it's it's um sort of an uncommon sight here and you go to it and unfortunately the door does appear to be locked the shade on the window in the door is is uh, drawn down and the door is locked you can kind of peer past the shade a little there's no lights on um if you're wanting to, anybody who can could maybe make a um, maybe a comprehend check to um, to understand why this place might be so strange. Or uh, if not, we can move on to the next thing. I mean, Elizabeth, you know about the strange. That's why you're cool. So yeah, I'll try. All right, give me a comprehend check then. See what you got. Okay, I have four for mind and one for comprehend. All right, pretty good. I don't know. Got one six. So you've actually probably skulked around this area before because you're a weirdo. You like just kind of following people and people watching as we know it. I um, don't even know I'm there. Yeah. Um, in the past, you've seen people come and go from this store, but never like the flow of customers like other stores get. You get the sense like this is known as the record store, but like you don't know anybody who's ever bought like a record or an album here. And it might not actually be a store at all. It might just be, like, an empty lot. Oh, my God. What if it's a drug front? <gasps> what if there are drug dealers in our neighborhood? There very well could be. Oh, my God. I mean, statistically, you at least know one. I mean... Chris? Alex stopped <laughs> a long time ago, okay? He's, he's pretty cool, all right? <laughs> I don't know any drug dealers. But if there are some here, they always have, like, the coolest toys, you know? Like, maybe stuff we can, like, I don't know, take and then sell somewhere else. I do want to get a better guitar. The scrap guitar is cool. I'm just saying, guys, like, if, I mean, if they're bad people, we're doing a good thing by breaking into a bad place. I'm pretty sure that's logic. <laughs> I don't know how to break in anything. I mean... If we really wanted to figure it out, I probably have a book about it somewhere. But, guys, that's, like, really against the law. I mean... It's also the middle of the day at the moment. Oh, yes. And what sorry. if we come back at night? Yeah, then it's not, uh, you know, illegal. I it's have at a night. really cool rock. about this, guys. I mean, it's it's okay. It's not like I, I'm not gonna put you in danger. I'll even go first. Like I really just want to see what kind of cool records. And honestly, it's not fair that they keep a place like this and advertise like the mainstream publicity that gets put up from this place all the time. But they don't let you in. What's up with that? What if we just leave a note that says, "Hey, I really like your store. Maybe I could visit sometime." <laughs> and if you don't let us, we'll break it. At least we got, I mean, we're going to pee cool about it. You know, we got to let them know. That takes away your plausible deniability. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right. Well, 
Uh, what's our next scene, everybody? Are we breaking into the record store or are we going back to school on Monday? I want to go talk to my mom. Okay, so you arrive home maybe later in the afternoon. Um, you said your mom works at a grocery store. She's, she's probably at work. She'll arrive home a little before dinner time. Um, she gets in. She's sort of tired. She drops her purse on the kitchen. She comes over and gives you like a one-armed hug um, and goes to light up a cigarette before uh, sort of asking, what did you get up to today? Well, me and Chris and Kaylee, we were going into town, and Mom, you know that old game store with the me guy? Um, yeah, she says, D Danny? Yeah, I don't know his name, Mom. Um, but Mom, there's a new game that's coming out, and, um, it looks really cool, Mom, and Kaylee was really excited about it, and, and, you know, I, I thought maybe, maybe we could use my allowance, and I could get it. it. It comes out next month. She says to you, but um, but but don't you need one of those those things for it? I mean, don't I? I thought you said your friend had one of those con controllers for it or something. Yeah. I mean, she looks a little pensive, and um, she says, okay, um. You know, my summer bonus is coming up soon, and maybe we can talk about it then. Okay, Mom. All right. Um, she starts making another one of her normal dinners, which is not great, but uh, you get fresh ingredients at least. And um, you guys have a pleasant evening together, I assume. Um, okay. Uh, we're going to jump to the next week at school. Um, Kaylee, how do you think uh, Tuesday at school goes for you? Um, definitely studying. Tuesdays are usually a pop quiz in math. Not that mm -hmm. it matters. Give me a comprehend test to see how you do at your quiz in math. Just for funsies. Why not? That's six days. Pretty good. Apparently, I do bad. You know what? You're in a very advanced math class for your age. You're only 13, but you're already taking high school level math. And something... Something about that Algebra 2 is just getting you this week. It's something about the formulas or the polynomials no or whatever. Class. Yeah, something's getting you this week. But you still do fine. Um, takes you a little longer than normal. You might feel a little embarrassed about it. but um, I never feel embarrassed. I'm smarter than all of these kids at this school. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right, so... After school, uh, you know, another normal week passes. Chris, do you think you go to school every day or just a couple days? All right. Again, with the hard-hitting questions. So, I sometimes go to school, but I always go by the band room. Um, sure, and yeah. it's not just because I like music. Mm -hmm. um, now, well, do, you do you think you're in the school band? <laughs> I was, but I think I'm just too cool. You rock too hard for them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was just one guitar broke. I mean, it's part of the scene. You got to do some cool stuff. Mess up the establishment from time to time. Now, my question is this. Is that guitar you broke the same scrap guitar you currently play? I mean, obviously. They okay. threw it away. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm just making sure because I thought that was the, the thing that yeah, know, we're tied together. Yeah, versus treasure is my glory axe. You know, sure, it's sure. cool. But I love it. the thing is that... Bobby is still in the band group. He was mm -hmm. like, all right, this is, this is kind of tough for me, but he was like the only cool kid that sure. was in the band class. He Bobby's played, like your only friend there? He was a drummer, you know, and I kind of need a drummer. Everybody needs a drummer. Um, but uh, 
you know, I don't I don't need him just as a drummer. You know, I, I mean, I like him. He's I like hanging out with him. You know, he's cool. Cool. Um, so I sometimes go to just to see what he's playing, but I'm not allowed in. So I, I kind of have to be, you know, a weirdo. Just but, hanging you know, out in band, yeah, absolutely. I've learned some things from Elizabeth, so we're cool. All right, so we're going to jump into our next scene, which is going to be the weekend. It's another week of school past the second to last week of school, actually. Only one more, and then you will all be going to whatever your next grade is. Science camp. Science camp over the summer. I like it. Road trip. Road trip? Mm-hmm. Everybody's leaving me. I mean, yeah. I said you'd come with me. You know. They give you cool taxidermy things in science camp. I'll sneak one back. Yes. All right. I like it. So it is Saturday, June 7th, and all week, everybody you know has been buzzing and buzzing about this new video game that's released. Now, not every kid in school has an NES, although they claim to, uh, because they are still expensive and they're still relatively new on the American market. Um, but Kaylee, your family does. You know, Elizabeth, you guys, you talked to your mom about maybe getting one over the summer. Um, your Chris, your brother probably wouldn't let you have one. No, he doesn't but, like um, <laughs> this new game has come out and everybody's abuzz about it. Every other kid has said how their uncle made the game and they know all the secrets. And it's obviously not true. Um, so you can, if you wish, um, talk to people about this game, you can go check it out for yourself, or you can do whatever you want. Who wants to set a new scene for us? If y'all want to go get the game, and then you want to go back to my house, we have craft. All right. What's craft? The best. Mm. All right. I like the best. You know, that's, I'm always down for the best. Let's craft, Elizabeth. I don't. I thought you knew. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I'm sure it's okay. I mean, it's super lame if you don't know about it. I mean, I, Elizabeth, every time we talk, I just feel we know things so much better than others. All right. Are you going? So you guys probably, between you, have enough allowance, money, and spare change to pick up a copy of the game if you want. Where are you going to get it? Are you going to the very busy Dennings Tower? You want to go try and find it somewhere else? I want to go see Mr. Dennings. Okay. Everybody else think that's a good plan? I mean, he knows his stuff. He, uh, he's so grumpy, but he's old, so he's got to know everything, right? Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so you arrive at Dennings Tower, and you see there's kids streaming out. They're buzzing, milling about the business. Um, whatever this game is, is apparently pretty, uh pretty hot release. Inside, um, you can see people are... Just, you know, in a crowd milling about. And um, if somebody wants to try and see if they can find it, whoever wants to, can give me a force test. I mean, I'll definitely do that. I mean, these, these little kids running around, Here, I'm Push sorry. your way through them. I, you know, give me my a force friend test. wants this game, I'm getting that game. It'll be body plus force. All right. Well, you know, I'm more length. Lith? How do you say it? Light, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're, built, you're built for dexterity, not strength. Yeah, so I gotta kind of swim like a prawn in the open Amazon. Sure. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't swim well. So <laughs> you um, you try and move uh, move through this crowd. There's just too many of these kids. Like, They're trying. feisty. They oh yeah. Oh yeah. And there's parents here too who are like being dragged along by their kids. You're not able to make it to um, the the new section to see. 
but you can hear that there are kids complaining across the store like sold out come on really are there any strategy books left you do see there are a handful of like battered uh guides uh for rune and ruin at um at a nearby sort of wire stand uh, and you can grab Have one you one. see you see it is 10 american dollars and if you would like, you can take it and grab it and go check out with it. Yes, definitely. Okay. I might not have the game, but I'll know everything about it. Okay. You can go, um, you grab one, and there, there's a handful left. You go to check out. You see Mr. Denning is there, and he's actually speaking with somebody behind the counter. You see there's a, um, a another man, sort of slicked back, black hair. He's in a suit. Um, he looks like a very professional individual. And they're they're speaking about something, although the the noise of the crowd is hard to make out. You're trying to get his attention, but he's engrossed in this conversation. Um, if you'd like to try and get his attention, then I'll need probably a oh let's try call it a charm test. Uh, if you want to try and listen in, we'll make it an investigate test. Well, my dad always said you should never interrupt adults when they're speaking. But he didn't say you couldn't listen to what they were saying. Mm -hmm. And this man definitely looks weird. All right. So give me an investigate. I'm going to investigate. Mine plus investigate. So that's six dice. Awesome. I got two sixes. Awesome. So you can sort of like... You know, cover one ear and just like subtly lean over the counter with the guy next to you. You can understand that um, Mr. Denning is referring to this man as Mr. Blake. And Mr. Blake, through the parts of the conversation you can grasp, is a representative from Dark Mage Games, who is the creator of um, Rune and Ruin. You can see it on the guide. It says Dark Mage Games presents Rune and Ruin. It's got that same splash art, those three. Uh, heroic characters and you can overhear their argument is mr denning is frustrated about um you know he didn't get the shipment he was promised uh, his copies are lost in the mail and mr blake is assuring him you'll receive more as soon as you can uh, we're having an issue with the production line we're, we're trying to get more copies printed as soon as possible um and denning is is frustrated he says you know the the department stores in town got plenty i i didn't get almost any and this is my industry what's going on and they have an argument before um blake manages to calm down and say we'll talk about this later i'll give you a phone call and he leaves um mr denning frustrated sort of like um you know takes the book and slaps it and angrily types it on his uh, register and says you know 11 I'll gently pass him the money and be like, you know, Mr. Denning, you're my favorite game shop. He just says, mm, yeah, whatever. He slams the drawer shut and he kind of shoves the book at you and he like, you know, waves over your head to the next customer and kind of like looks at you like, get out of the line. He's very frustrated right now. Well, I would definitely go if he wants me to go. Go ahead and add the Rune and Ruin guide to your items list, Kaylee. Nice. I'm going to flip them off, I believe. I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. Uh, the Rune and Ruin guide is a plus one item, Kaylee, uh, to help you if interacting in the game if you ever get a copy to play. Uh, if you want to flip them off, go ahead. It'll, it'll probably be a, oh, I don't know, empathize doesn't seem like the right thing, but maybe charm. If you want to 
really stick it to him. Got the whole arm in there. Yeah, the whole like, like motion. Face, mo- like yeah. emotion in there too. Give me, Elizabeth, give me a charm. That'll be a heart charm test. All right, that's gonna be just three. You know what? That's all you need. You got it. <laughs> Probably. Let's see. I don't got it. So you kind of feebly flip him off, and he like looks at you angrily, and he shouts. Get out of my store! I'm gonna like. <laughs> and because of and because of that, Elizabeth, you have to take a condition. Okay. Probably upset, I would imagine. Okay. Um. So conditions work by giving you minus one dice to all your dice pools until you heal it. Okay. And you can heal the condition by spending time with your anchor, which is your mother, mm-hmm. or spending time in your hideout together as friends, basically. So, so you're upset that that guy like yelled at you and you were like trying to stick it to him and you're like, I'm, I, I'm really upset. I can't do this. I'm freaking out. It's, it's not a good afternoon for you. Man, this sucks. Can I, would I be okay to stick up for her or? Oh, sure. Yeah. If that's your, if that's your drive, you absolutely can. You can yeah. get right back in his face if you want. What do All you right. say? What do you uh, do? Well, okay. So yeah, I'm going to lean across the counter. I'm going to look at him straight in the eye. He's looking at me all grumpy when I'm like, all right, Kenny, I want you to understand something. Those little people over there, your business wouldn't be here, man, if they weren't buying your stuff. You're like, you're, you're pushing me to that line, and I know you got this little square looking over your shoulder, and that's giving you a grumpy day. But guess what? Monday was yesterday. Or was it? It was a couple days ago. So get over the Monday, all right? It's a Saturday currently. <laughs> Monday's around the corner, all right? So once you save it for then, maybe be a little appreciative for your customers. You should make an empathize check for me. Since empathize is a skill also used for finding things weak points, and I think you're trying to kind of stick the knife into him right now. Yeah, I mean, he's messing with Elizabeth and Kaylee. <laughs> Who do you think he is? Give me the mind plus empathize test. Right. Well, he, oh, mind? Oh, okay. Yeah, mind plus empathize. Right. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it was coming from my heart, but, you know, <laughs> we, could, we could do my mind. No, not this time. Well, all right. You know what? Sometimes your heart's in it, but your mind's not. So, <laughs> um, he, you're gonna have to take condition two, uh, whichever condition you think fits, because he is fuming now, and he like slams the gate behind the register open and grabs you by the collar and literally hauls you and throws you into the street, and basically says, "Do not come back. You're banned." Wasn't planning on it. And your friends are, like, scurrying out after you. So you have to take a condition as well. Crap. Um, <laughs> upset, maybe. Maybe scared. Probably not injured. He's not going to hurt you. Um, He's an old man. Yeah, probably upset or scared, whichever one you want to take. Um, so that's unfortunate. Well, I'm definitely upset. For a lot of emotions. One, he, 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 he got me. <laughs> he did get you. He did get you. Um, so he didn't have any copies of that game. He did mention in the department stores in town have it, if you're interested in picking up a copy. Um, unless you want to do something else. Do you guys want to go to my house and we can read this and maybe we can play another game? My mom's never home, so we'll have the whole place to ourselves. I mean, that's cool, but I'm a little worked up about this. I want to get that game. Like, if I'm going to, I mean, I like your reading. You gave me that sweet little book about songs, and I'm still going through because honestly, I don't understand half the songs. But you want to, we came out here to get a game. Ruining, ruining the Asians, okay? And I'm ready for it. So let's go get that game. We can read the book. You can read it on the way. But um, what do you think, Elizabeth? I mean, we've came this far at this part. I just, 
I just, <laughs> I just want popcorn. Fine, we'll get a game, and then we'll have mac and cheese. Yay! Hey, I like mac right. and cheese. Let's go. So, are you going to read the guide on the way to the department store, or are you going to wait Obviously. until you... Okay, I'd like you to make a comprehend test for me on the way over, and then we'll jump to the store. Give me a mind plus comprehend for you. Six total. I got a six. Awesome. So you were beginning to sort of leaf through the guide of how to play and what Rune and Rune is all about. Um, essentially, it's what we understand in our real world outside the game as a Legend of Zelda clone. And The Legend of Zelda has not come out yet in-game because it's 1987, it's spring, and it's not coming out until August. So you're maybe getting a sense this is another company trying to get theirs out before that. Um, but it's a fantasy game. You choose one of the three heroes on the cover, the uh, knight, the thief, and the priest. You play through a dangerous world full of enemies, defeating bosses, uh, clearing dungeons before you finally meet the final boss, who is the Dark Mage uh, in the name of the company. And um, you're sort of getting into the, like, you know, nitty-gritty of, like, how you explore and what different items in the game do when you arrive at Mervyn's department store. And I would like anybody who wants to make an um, investigate test to see if you can find uh, in their electronics department a copy of Rune and Rune because it is... I'll do it. Um, go ahead. Yeah, investigate. It is uh, very obviously selling out or sold out you're not seeing it at a first glance so if you want to find one you gotta go looking around i had seven dice four for mine and three for investigate i like it let's hear it i got one six awesome so uh kaylee and chris while you guys are looking around on shelves elizabeth is crawling on four yeah. and you actually find one hidden under a shelving unit there's a little uh sort of almost like a vcr box um, and it has that same splash page art on the cover, Ruin and Ruin. You open it up, crack it open, there's the cartridge inside right there. So there is a copy of the game for you to purchase if you'd like. Guys, I got it! I mean, I got it. <laughs> Elizabeth, you rock! Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So how you gotta, much would it cost me? Um, so all together, it probably costs you guys. I, I'm, you know, making this up right now because I don't know how much video games cost in the 80s. Uh, let's say 40 bucks. So you all have that much between you from allowances. I sold some junk. You sold some junk. Yeah. Some, you know, shows you. Don't worry, what's shows the Shows you played. Come on. Uh, you guys can pay for it. You have the money for it. And you go to check out, and uh, the clerk there is, you know, sort of types it in and is actually surprised that you have a copy because she's like, I... I didn't know we had any more of these, so hey, good job for you kids. I found it on the floor. Way to go. I've heard some parents complaining about it, so don't don't tell your parents, kids. They say it's a bad influence, like, ooh. <laughs> Come on. And he said music ruins your life. Look at me. You you look cool. I look pretty cool. We're not going to get any more anytime soon, apparently, so... Uh, you know, good job for finding one because I didn't think we had any. She uh, she she checks you out for it, and uh, you have a copy that you can go play at Kaylee's house now. And we can have mac and cheese. Yes, that's what craft is. Oh. oh. All right. All right. We don't have to make it, do we? Or uh... I got it. Y'all can set it up because I can read while I cook. Uh, and maybe we get that popcorn you talked about. Do you have popcorn? Uh. We can definitely check my pantry. We could make popcorn. You could be surprised what you can put into, you know, anything and make popcorn. Don't you need corn? 
Oh, yeah. All right, so we're going to jump to Kaylee's house. You guys are enjoying um, an evening together. Um, Kaylee, eventually your mom comes home and is like, oh, hi, kids. Um, hey, Mom. That's, okay, don't make a mess, please. And she goes to her room and is clearly very exhausted. Um, you guys get your mac and cheese, you get your popcorn, and you play a few hours of Rune and Rune. It's actually, when you play it, a very hard game. So whoever wants to uh, try and play, uh, give me a calculate test uh, if you want to see how well you do at it. It's I'll not quite try. the right skill for it, but it's close enough. You could... Yeah, yeah. let's do calculate. Uh, Kaylee, if you're going to try, you get plus one dice since you have the game guide. Nice. Use. You're, like, I'm referencing studying. the guide as you're playing. Like, I know how to do this. And you, like, do a quick combo attack. Of course. And I still don't do good. <laughs> so, you guys are watching Kaylee. And, uh, Kaylee, which of the three heroes do you think you pick? The knight, the thief, or the priest? The knight is this sort of muscular man in shining armor. The priest is a sort of stooped older man. And the thief is the, a woman with sort of short red hair and black armor. Definitely the thief. Cool. So you're, you're, you see Kaylee playing as this thief, like throwing knives across the screen in little pixelated glory. Um, and <laughs> Kaylee just gets like a snake, just dodges a knife and like lunges out and bites her and your character dies. I'm imagining like Castlevania. <laughs> it's, it's not too dissimilar. Yeah. It's, um, it's, um, similar kind of Castlevania, like 2D Metroidvania side scroller with like the, the trappings of the Legend of Zelda. It's, nice. it's a really interesting kind of concept. Um, so your character gets knocked out, and you end up back at the beginning of that level, and you're like, Maybe I what? just read something? No, the game cheated. I mean, did you see that snake? How did it dodge that? Yeah. Well, Chris said. <laughs> so you guys have a good evening playing, um, and we will, we'll go ahead and jump. You guys head home, and um, we'll jump to our next scene. Um, Elizabeth, I would like you the next morning or the next day, to um, give me an investigate test. Um, am I still upset, or am I okay after? Um, that depends. Do you go home and spend time with your mom? Do you think you want to... Yeah, I probably would. You talk to her about your day. Talk to her about how we... Sure. I found the game, and I'm super proud about it. Yeah. You, uh, she, you tell her how you were upset at the store, and... Yeah, I told her that. I totally flipped him off, Mom, and he yelled at me. Yeah. Sure, I totally understand. Yeah, no, you you are no longer upset. Basically, um, your mom sort of comforts you. She says, "You know, hey, good job. Did you enjoy playing the game? Was it fun?" It's hard. Yeah, well, I understand. Um, well, maybe maybe like I said, over the summer we can get one for you if you practice with Kaylee's. You can play your own. Okay, mom. Um, and the next the next day over the over the weekend, I would like you to make um an investigate uh, test for me. That is, again, seven dice. I got two sixes. Okay. Um, the next day, you're maybe trying to plant mushrooms in your front yard, something like that. And you see rolling up to your neighbor two doors down is an exterminator truck. And um, The dead neighbor? No. It's the other way. Oh. Other direction. Um, and you see there's a truck of an exterminator company come up, and there's some, um, 
some guys, you know, sort of uh, in these, you know, suits, basically these sort of union suits and the, the mask and everything with these tanks and these like sprayers and all the kind of equipment they have heading into the house that's two doors down from you guys. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. There's going to be gases, like poisonous gases. Like, oh my gosh, we're all going to get sick. We're all going to get sick. I have to go tell Kaylee. She's a book on this. Okay. Um, do you go find Kaylee? You over Kaylee's yeah, house? Yeah, I'm going to go to Kaylee's house. Okay, so you guys meet up, and um, you tell her you saw an exterminator company come to your neighbor's house. Uh, Kaylee, there were these men in these, in these big suits and these hats, and they had these big guns. Like Ghostbusters? Yeah, but like, no. Do you think you all saw Ghostbusters? You might have been a little too young for it. Because it would have come Probably out. Probably saw the poster. Would have come out four years before this. Probably. Probably. Might have been I, a Chris little young. Oh, uh, Ghost Wars is pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, they the bust theater. all the ghosts. Oh, well, yeah, I can yeah. imagine he showed us Ghostbusters. Yeah. In the yeah. hideout. Yeah. yeah, you got like a bootleg copy from one of the projectors and like just did it up against the wall. That's yeah. cool. Someone's okay. mixed in with like other movies and stuff like that, but you still get the idea. Sure. Right? Yeah. Sure. You have like you only have like one of the reels, so you get like the first forty five minutes. <laughs> you get like up to the up to the hotel, basically, and that's it. <laughs> one day we're gonna figure it out. We'll though. figure out what happens at the end. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. I'm freaking out, man. I think I think there's there's something in the house. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to go check it out together? I don't, I don't want to get sick. I don't want to die. What if my mom dies? <gasps> Oh, she's at the grocery store. You know, I've read that if you get certain things and you put them over your face, it's supposed to help with gases. Can we, like, tie together some, like, old shirts and stuff and make ourselves, like... Like an impromptu mask? Impromptu mask. Sure, if you want to. A cup for a mask? It might work if we poke holes in the end. But then... And then you put the cloth over it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Should we get Chris? Would it be on the way? Chris, what do you think you're doing this day? Well, hanging out in the hideout. I'm a little upset. You're by yourself in the hideout? I'm channeling my feelings into uh, my music, obviously. You can go ahead and heal your condition after you get some time by yourself. Um, But, um, yeah, you just hit the hideout? Yeah, um, I was going to talk to Alex, but he's, he's still... He, you actually haven't seen him for the last two or three days. You've been home, right. been home alone. So you're not sure where he is. I mean, he does this sometimes. Do. I does. still want to know if he knew, like, who was in the record place, but I haven't had a chance to talk to him. Sure. So sure. I've heard, you know, I'll take my loneliness and my, you know, anger. What, what is his name? Benny, Denny, <laughs> whiny, and trying to translate in a song. Whiny is not that fine. Oh, that's a good lyric. All right. So where do you guys check for Chris if you're going to go find him? Do you check his house? Or the hideout? I would say I'd check the hideout first. Okay, you find him there. Your friends come in the secret door. Chris! Chris! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! My house? Men. Masks. Two doors down. Uh-huh. Guns. Guns? Yeah, like Ghostbusters guns. With the tanks. Oh. It's super scary. I think we're gonna die. I mean... Because the sign... The sign... The sign, Chris, it had a big... Like a big... Like X on it, like. <laughs> yeah, it had a big. The, the sign was sort of a big X, not over a ghost, over a roach. There's exterminators two doors down from Elizabeth. We're gonna go check it out. 
I don't want to die, man. Okay, okay. One, and remember, Elizabeth, I don't give this to anybody. Hold on to my yo-yo. Okay. You can play with it. Okay. Okay. Now, yeah, let's check it out. I mean, honestly, this song kind of sucks. I'm not, I need something <laughs> else to... I need to do something else. So, yeah, let's go check it out. I mean, maybe we can take some of the canisters and, I don't know, dump them somewhere. You know, it might be kind of funny. Shouldn't steal, Chris. It's not stealing. It's protecting cockroaches, okay? What I'm a about punk the rocker. mice? And the mice. You know, who speaks up for them? Nobody. You just kill them. All right. Punk rock. So you head back to Elizabeth Street. Um, the By the time you get back, the exterminators are actually heading out of the house. And you see they have, um, they've loaded their sort of tanks up in the truck, and they have these cages. And you can see through sort of the chicken wire of the cage are, are rats, basically. And they have these cages full of rats. They've like herded into these and then, you know, killed them. They're dead? Mm-hmm. Uh, Look at the yo-yo. And you can uh, actually see um, the, um, the, uh, the neighbor who lives in the house, the mom of that house, uh, Mrs. Thompson, is actually outside in the yard and just, like, complaining to the exterminators. Um, and you can't hear what she's saying, but you see she's, like, you know, watching them as they go and, like, yelling at them, and they're not really paying her that much mind. And then one of them comes over and tries to, like, calm her down and talk to her. But you can't understand from this point what they're saying. I need to go find out what's going on. Okay. Make a sneak test for me. Okay. That's going to be five. Okay. I wonder if they know about ways to capture more humanely. I'm in the exterminators. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm going to write them a letter when I get yeah. home. So you try and sneak up, but unfortunately your method is just walk across the lawn, basically. And um, they, Miss Thompson, the, he's, the exterminator looks over her shoulder and looks at you, like trying to be like stealthy. Um, and she turns around and just looks at you and she says, Excuse me, what what are you doing? Well, I I I don't understand what you're doing with the rats. We're killing them because I have a brand we we built this house a year ago and there's already an infestation in the walls. And the exterminator pipes up and he says, "Ma'am, ma'am, I I'm sure it was something. Maybe you left a door open or something. Like I, I it's, you know, she says, "A door open." And she starts laying into him but you are disregarded basically the rats were there first and they don't give you any um notice i'll play with the yellow <laughs> right um we'll jump to another scene if somebody has one if not i'll jump to one uh i'm at this point i think i would probably would be kind of curious about uh like the exterminators themselves, because you don't. Get, I mean, death is a pretty big part of like music building industry. Sure. I'm just kind of curious, like, what would happen if I took one of the cages? You wanna try and take one of the dead rat cages? Yeah. I mean, okay. If you want to try that, you need to make a um, a sneak test to sneak up to the truck. I mean, all I really want to do, I think Katie would think they're kind of interesting. Maybe understand how to like handle rats and. I think Elizabeth, you know, she's kind sure. of worked up about it. Maybe we bury them. You let know? me let me see that sneak test if you're attempting to be stealthy about it. Oh, yeah, but you know, is it body? It is body plus sneak. Okay, well. At the same time, I'm gonna be telling one of the guys about. 
the humane ways that I've read about capturing and how okay. it's going to save the company money overall. They're trying to like carry equipment out, and you're like, they're like, what? They're gonna make your sneak. Yeah, I got a six. All right, so you sneak around the other side of the van while they're all distracted. Are you going to attempt to, like, snatch one of the cages and run, or are you going to snatch it and, like, sneak back? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm just going to run, you know. Okay. Um, you can either make a move or another sneak test, whatever you want to do. Uh, I'm moving. All right, make I got move what test. I need. Body plus move. Body plus move. Hey. I, I I got those moves. Told you about. All right. Let's see it. Oh no! <laughs> My moves failed me yet don't again. Don't forget, you do have. You don't have. I I can't. I'm not really standing up for my friends unless the rats are my friends. Are they my friends? I don't know if you qualify rats as your friends. No, we haven't built that relationship. Yet. Um, you don't have any luck points, unfortunately. So no. There's no reroll there. So what happens is this: you snapped one of the rat cages. And you're like, I got this. And you run, and you very nearly run into an oncoming car. And they slam on the brakes, and you, like, fall to the street. The cage bursts open. Dead rats spill onto the street. And it makes a whole scene, and you have to take a new condition. Um, possibly injured, <laughs> I think, is the condition you should take. Yeah. Um, and the exterminators see this, and they are like, what the... Okay, and they come over, they scoop up all the rats in the cage, and they pick up the broken cage. The person in the car is, like, getting out and saying, oh, my God, what? And uh, Elizabeth. Can I try to sneak one of the rats? (laughs) If if you want to try and be very quick about it, you will have to make a move. Because I imagine when Chris started moving, I started moving. Because, like, I just kind of. Make a move test. Go where they go. See what what you can do. Body Mm -hmm. plus move. Okay, that's four. See if you can sneak a rat away from them. I don't sneak a rat. I don't sneak a rat. So you're trying to like sneak up to Chris and grab one and Can I use my luck? You can if you wish to. Mark off one of your three luck points. Luck. Lucky. All right. Rats. So you you sort of like run over and maybe you make a show of it like you're trying to help Chris and you take a rat and you sneak it inside your jacket pocket before anybody notices and you have a dead rat now, which is an item that gives you no bonus unless you use you know let's say it's a plus one dead rat that maybe <laughs> maybe gives you a bonus for something specific. It's pretty exciting though. Um, and you you have that now, so we're going to. Proof. Yes. Yes. We're going to jump to another scene. Uh, We're going to jump to the last week of school, actually. It's Monday. Kaylee, we're going to jump to you. And um, you are in... What class do you think you're on on Monday? Mondays would definitely be English. English class? Okay. Um, You hear... You're trying to write your final practice essay while everybody else is screwing around because it's the last week of school. And you're like, I got to get a final practice essay for high school ready and like you're you're easily overachieving right now and you see out of the corner of your eye or you hear maybe um there's a kid who is the teacher goes over one of the kids and sort of whispers quietly to them after um getting up from their desk and their computer and the kid starts to like panic and freak out and cry a little before they start to get escorted from the room what do you do in the situation Mm, I ask to go to the bathroom. Okay, sure. They'll let you go, no problem. Um, if I go out into the hallway, do I see the kid? They're walking towards the office currently. 
it's a it's a young girl um her her name is uh, ashlyn and um she's uh she's like quietly crying to herself i want to like hurry to catch up to her and okay tap her on the shoulder ashlyn go ahead and make a um what are you gonna say to her basically just ask her what's wrong are you okay uh go ahead and make a charm test for me heart plus charm Ooh. <laughs> That's gonna be three dice for my heart and none for charm. Now remember, if you if you have an applicable pride, you can check it to get an automatic success, um, or if you have luck, you can reroll failure. So think about those things. Figure it out. I'm gonna use a luck. Okay. That's one of my luck points down out of my two. Okay, and you can um, I believe you can only roll one luck per roll. I think. So, so make sure it, it lucky. <laughs> make it count. I can't see this one. That's a two, unfortunately. Well, I got zero sixes. So she um she will tell you um not much through the tears. She just says something about her mom and hospital, and that's all you hear before she pushes you away and starts running towards the office. Hmm. I know it's wrong, but is there a spot outside the office I can listen to? You can certainly try to do that. Go ahead and make a sneak test to see if you can eavesdrop on any conversations <laughs> in the office. That's three dice again. One right. for my very nerdy body. and Not the most stealthier, empathetic person, but you're very smart. No. Do right. you want to try anything else? A luck or anything? No, I mean, I've probably been out of the classroom for too long. Plus, maybe if I go back, the teacher will know something. She likes me. Okay. Um, you you are seen trying to sneak into the office, and the secretary doesn't really chastise you. She just says, shouldn't you be in class, and escorts you from the office, and you are free to go back to your classroom. Yeah, I want to go back to my classroom and see if my teacher knows okay. anything. Go ahead. If you want to talk to your teacher, make an empathize. Um, no, actually, let's do... I don't know, should we do another charm test? <laughs> it's up to you. Charm is for manipulation. That's kind of what you're trying to do. So, yeah, let's let's do another charm test. So that's another three dice. Mm-hmm. Heart plus charm. I got a six. Awesome. So you sort of connect Bam. with your teacher. What do you think you say? Is Ashlyn okay? Um, your teacher will tell you that um, her mom was... Um, bitten by a snake for some reason they, they, a snake got into her house and bit her mom while she was um you know she works the night shift she was asleep and she got bit she's in the hospital it's pretty bad apparently uh, don't don't tell any other kids i know you're worried about her you guys are friends right mm-hmm. yeah yeah of course um but your teacher will tell you that that um very very um unfortunate about ashlyn's mom do they know what kind of snake got her? Maybe this will be in my book. I can help Ashlyn. The the teacher doesn't know, unfortunately, but um, maybe maybe just let them have some time to make sure she's okay. Okay. All right. Um, we're gonna end that scene there. And anybody else have any scenes they want to run through? I mean, it's probably been about a week now. I should definitely take my library books back. Oh yeah, sure. So you go back to the library. Uh, Whitney is working today, so she. Welcomes them back, and um, as as she always does, waves your late fees. <laughs> and um, asking, is there anything else you want to check out? Do you have uh, anything? Do you have any books about? about local snakes? 
Hmm. Okay. Um, she's kind of used to your weird requests, so she takes you to um, the the section on sort of uh, the the flora and fauna of the uh, the desert area in which you live, and um, there there is a book about sort of um, I don't know, vermin feels like the wrong word, but it's probably the closest one. Uh, of different creatures who live in the desert and different venomous snakes and things like that and lizards. Um, so you can take that. Uh, you don't know any information about uh, the you know, sure. classmate's mother, but you can get that for sure. I definitely check one out. I want to figure out as much as I can about it. Okay, cool. So you have that book. Um, and uh, um, the librarian will absolutely give that to you um, along with any others. So, anything else you guys want to do? We can so, continue on. I don't really care about school. We, sure, we, we're, of we established that. Yeah. But I did write a rock and power ballad for Alexandria the Rat when we buried her. Alexandria's the rat's name? Obviously. Okay. I mean, she was the great. Sure. So, great. I. Where did you Where did you bury the rat? I mean, at, at her. I uh, yeah. 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 Is yeah. there like a little yeah. like tombstone? Yeah. I made a tombstone. Yeah. What's yeah. it made out of? Uh, paper. Okay. But I was gonna say. I don't think people understand. You have to remove Alexandria the Rat from your inventory right now, tragically. Unless you kept like her skull or something. I don't know. Um, but I was gonna say is that I I wanted to bring it to the talent show because I, Luke Goblins, of course, the best band in the world, even if it's just me. Uh, we're we're hope I need to get more people, right? So sure. I wanted to try the power ballad there. Sure, totally understand. Um, okay, you can uh, get that ready for a performance whenever you're ready. Um, maybe perhaps a, a moment will uh, arise for you to do that. I assume you carry your guitar with you everywhere you go. Yeah, pretty I, much. I mean, they won't let me in the school because apparently it's dangerous with jagged metal pieces, but, you know, it's... Sure. It's cool. Okay. Um, so I want you guys to, um, uh, you guys are, you know, going through, there's some, like you said, Exterminator, one of your classmates, his mom's, mom is, uh, hurt in the hospital, um... And you, you you begin hearing more situations like this. Um, you know, there, there's rats infesting a brand new house. There's a snake got into a house. Um, you hear from another kid, uh, Gilbert, who's uh, one of your classmates, Elizabeth. Uh, Gilbert is complaining for like a week straight about how he's grounded. And he's like, I, I my, my stupid dad doesn't believe me because he tells me I have to clean my room every night, and every night I do it, and then in the morning when I wake up, it's a mess again. And I, I'm not, I didn't do it, you know. He's telling everybody who listen. Ghost Gilbert, ghost. There aren't any, like old man Greg's couch. There aren't ghost. any ghosts in our house. I was just, I, I, I clean my room and I read a book and I play my game and I go to bed and that's it. What game, Greg? Gilbert. Ruin and ruin, obviously. Are you, have you played it? Is it? How far have you gotten? I can't get past the Minotaur Lord. I can't even oh. get to the Minotaur Lord. Yeah, the Minotaur Lord's so easy. I keep, I keep getting, I keep getting beaten in, in the caverns of the crag. Get good, Gilbert. I have other things to do right now. All right. I, I, I clean it though. He's very agitated. He's very, very agitated. While I'm at the library, would they have like computers and stuff like that, like little computers you can get on there the are two computers very big chunky machines that are very very slow i want to very very slowly 
I want to look into the game company because maybe there's a secret guide because the game companies love doing secret guides. If I can find a secret guide, then maybe we can actually do good at this game and I won't embarrass myself in front of my friends anymore. Make an investigate test for me. Mind plus investigate. So that's four, five, six... I got two sixes. Awesome. So what you discover is not a guide on any sort of website or, or forum or anything like that. Um, through reading the book, you see the game has four boss characters. There's the Minotaur Lord. There's um, another one I wrote down. <laughs> the Demon King. There's the Vile Efreet. And then there's the Dark Mage, the final boss. And all it says is uh, a little passage at the end of, of how to defeat the Dark Mage, basically the Dark Mage's attacks and tactics. There's a little line of, you know, you defeated the Dark Mage for now, but only a true alliance of heroes can seal him away forever, dot, dot, dot. doesn't give you anything information about that, but you feel like that's a secret of some sort. I write that in my little notebook that mm -hmm. I would assume I'd have lots of places. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then I'd probably go to find my friends, see if they want to play again, because I feel like I have some really good knowledge now. Okay. You can go ahead and do that if you wish. You guys meet up at Kaylee's house to play. Mm -hmm. All right. So you can play more Rune and Ruin. Um, whoever's playing, make a calculate test for me. See how well you do. I think you should try this time. Either calculate or... Um, let's see. Maybe, maybe investigate or, I don't know. What do you guys think? Is, now, is there a way, this is more game. Could also do program. I was like, is there a way for me to lead? Like, you know, instruct maybe because. Um, you know what? There is a mechanic that we haven't been playing with um, where you can give other players successes if you get more than one. So why don't you say, if you make a lead test for me, if you get more than one success, you can give one preemptively to somebody else. Right. I'll say, Elizabeth, if you want to play, I know you said your mom might buy you one, you could practice, and then maybe she'd buy you one even more. Okay. Okay. Chris, go ahead and make a lead test for me. See if you can like, kind of coordinate strategy, because this game is very hard. It's somewhat punishing, actually. What, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to hype her up. We've been yeah. through a lot. Alexandria, I'm still working on that ballad. You know, yeah. was a lot for us. You connected through grief. Uh, I mean, on the daily, you know, life. <laughs> Every day. Uh, so Give me a I, lead test. I want her to be ready for this, because life can't handle, or this game can't handle what we go through. Uh, am I still injured? No, at this point, you're probably fine. All right. I look keep getting these conditions. Keep healing them before I make you make tests. <laughs> All right. So, so leading would be hearts. It is heart plus lead. Okay. So that's six altogether. Yes. For you. I didn't roll it, and I don't think this counts as for always stand up for my friends, so I can't no, use my pride. No. So unfortunately. So you're trying to, like, hype Elizabeth up, and you're like, okay, it's a video game. <laughs> How do you feel about his not-so-successful leadership? Confused. Okay, all right. So you can go ahead, if you want to do a calculate test to see how well you do on this game. Um, video gaming, not your forte. I got the book if you have questions. 
Uh, you can you can lend her the book if you wish for a plus one bonus. Yeah. Okay. Go Look, ahead this and, is uh, the part you're at. Okay. <laughs> the beginning. Which which hero do you pick? Knight or thief or priest? Uh, obviously the thief because that's what Kaylee picked. Oh, okay. I sure sure. And do what they do. <laughs> sure. I actually got a six. Awesome. So with Kaylee and the guide's help, and Chris, you think it's your help. Um, <laughs> totally. You you make it through the first couple of of sort of levels of the game. There's um you know you're 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 jumping over these little spike pits. You're you know throwing knives at snakes and spiders and rats. You're um, you feel bad about it because you're like oh, Alexandria. No. No. <laughs> um, and you actually make it to the end of the first couple levels, and you come across sort of a, a sub mini boss of um of a satyr basically a satyr with sort of a bow and arrow flinging arrows at you and unfortunately it does end up killing you but you made it farther than either your friends ever have that was awesome uh, anybody who wants yeah. to make an uh investigate test for me uh you can't elizabeth since you're playing but the, either of you two if you want to make an investigate test for me see if you notice anything strange. i got this investigate that would be my mind which is four and my investigate which is two for six Sure. Six is like my key number of dice. That's a good number. I got a six. Okay. You are um, watching Elizabeth play, and she's sort of like a little tentative about some of the jumps and some of the, the weapon throws and stuff like that. Um, but she's doing pretty well, and you notice a strange thing, actually, is that the snakes in the game look exactly like a species of snake common to the area. And you think, oh, it's the creators. It was interesting the creators put a local snake from the area into this game because they might be That's a local company. Weird. Yeah. Would I be able to get my book and look up the snake? Yeah, and you can actually play the game again. Um, and what do you think that snake's uh, called? Let's just make up a name. It's a fictional snake. Who cares? What's it called? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that was the Lucker Snapple. The Lucker Snapple. All right, I like it. So yeah, it's it's very strange to you, but um, the the snakes in Ruin and Ruin look exactly like the real world snake um, from your book, and your book does describe them as venomous snakes. Um, it's just a lot of weird coincidences about the, you. You understand from your research that this company is local, so they might have just put the stuff they know into it. Guys, nope, this, is, this is a real snake. The snake's yeah. from here. Look, I have this whole book about it. Whitney gave it to me. I see. I told you. Original thought is dead. I mean, every time. Every time. Try to shove Every down single throat. time. All right. There was this girl in my class, and her mom got bitten by this snake. And I wonder if it was this snake. Wait, what? You, is, is your friend okay? My, she's or fine. Her mom's just in the hospital, but... I'm sure she'll be fine. My teacher didn't seem worried. Well, I mean, what do teachers know? <laughs> School? <laughs> Knowledge? Yeah, totally. Way to improve children's lives? No. Yeah, right. Elizabeth, again, nailed it. It's the you next... You guys really should go to school more. I go to school every day, Kaylee. High five. I'm just... I'm just in elementary school. <laughs> and speaking of, it's the next day at school, Elizabeth, for you... And I would like you to make a, um, let's see, a comprehend test for me. Mind plus comprehend. 
That's five. Okay. Bye. That one's gone. Roll another one on top of that. Whatever. Well, it's a six. That and counts. Then a six then. and then another six. So I got three sixes. Amazing. <laughs> so because you're naturally stealthy, skulking around, following people, you have, you hear an unfortunate um, rumor. Uh, Gilbert, who was complaining to everybody all week, is not at school the next day. And you hear rumors from people that he is in the hospital. And you hear more rumors from people who live on his street. There's another kid named Cooper that tells is telling everybody that Gilbert's house caught fire last night. And he's in the hospital because of it. And uh, no one's quite sure what happened. Everybody has that all rumor. Like, there's people who saw... A you know a demon set it on fire and cackling ran into the night and there's people who saw you know a spaceship shoot it with a laser and set it on fire but no one's a hundred percent sure what happened but he's definitely out of school and he's rumored to be in the hospital. Oh so would well, I really also hear this rumor? Would we be at the same school since we're like a year apart? Yeah, you would also. Uh, or Elizabeth could tell you if you're not in the same grade. Basically, you may not hear it as as often. But um, you can definitely share information, and you would both know it, um, which is this sort of thing, like kids going and getting injured or, or hurt um, is is not common, and it's definitely shocking to hear, because he's your age, you know, and being in the hospital is serious. So there's that. What do you guys think you do on this day? I want to go ride my bike on his street and go see his house. Okay, you can do that. Are you taking your friends or just by yourself? No, I'm going right after school. Okay, uh, so you end up driving down his street, or driving, riding down his street, and uh, you see his house. Um, it's sort of just one in a long line, and there are portions of it that are blackened and charred and, like, you know, broken away. It looks like, looking in front of it, like, the second story on the left side was primarily where most of the damage is. But there's smoke stains everywhere. Um, you can see sort of even into the house, there's like a room with like charred and burnt furniture. Like this looks like it was bad. Got under control pretty quickly, you would assume. But Do I see anybody around the house? Um, you, there are people wandering on the streets, walking on the sidewalk, people working out, walking their dogs. Um, so you can talk to somebody if you wish. I want to go in the house. Okay, make a sneak test for me. I'm a minute for the box. Awesome. I did get one six. Okay, you sneak in the house uh, pretty easy because it's abandoned. There's nobody there right now. The bottom floor is mostly intact. There's some holes in the ceiling that go up to the second floor. Um, but you, you make it inside. Are you investigating, like, the main burned area? Or are you just investigating the house in general? Um, well, I, I definitely want to see where, like, if I, because I've seen, you know. You set stuff on fire. And, you know, Kaylee showed me books about that stuff. Sure. So I, I want to see where the fire started. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a, oh, let's call it uh, investigate. Mine plus investigate. To understand any clues about this. Seven. Yeah, you're good at this. This is what you do. And I got two sixes. Am awesome. I supposed to save one? Uh, no, there is a rule where you can... You certain, sometimes use a check that you get multiple sixes on to give them to other people. We're not really playing with that, just to keep it moving. 
Um, but there's more rules about multiple sixes. We'll, oh. We can play with maybe next time we play this. You do, however, manage to investigate, and you can kind of, just having set plenty of things on fire and looking at the scorch marks, you can assume this fire started in the bedroom that you assume belongs to Gilbert Norman, who is um, the second floor facing the street, um, that mostly burned place. Um, something in his room started this. Is there like a spot in the room that's like the most fiery? It looks like probably his, um, probably like his, his TV he has in his room. Uh, you see it's a slag heap right now. There's melted glass, um, you know, destroyed furniture. There's a wreck in, of, of a melted NES on his floor. Uh, his bed is just cinders at this point. Is the game still in the system? Uh, are you going to try and crack it open and see what's in there? Yes. Go ahead and make a tinker test for me. If you're trying to crack open this thing without completely destroying it. I did get a six. Okay, so you um, maybe pull just you know something from his room, a, a, a ruler or something, uh, and you sort of like crack open the the shell casing of the NES, and it's hard to tell because of all the fire damage, but it looks from the remains of what's in there like a copy of Rune and Rune was in his NES. But it's melted now. It's destroyed completely. Yeah. Okay. It, there's no way it's salvageable. You can just barely make out what remains of the label. And um, the color of the melted cartridge is, is like a, you know, the same kind of dark, um, like, uh, like beige that, you know, Kaylee's is. Okay, I'm going to go get on my bike and I'm going to head to the hideout because I'm assuming one of them is there. Is one of you at the hideout? Uh, generally when I'm not anywhere else, yeah, the hideout. Okay, cool. Chris at the hideout. I'll Kaylee, where are you at? Back. I'd probably still be there. Sure. It's after, it's after school. Why not? All right. I mean, I'm, I definitely heard some weird rumors. Yeah. I have All right. To you him. wheel up on your bike to the hideout you guys are talking about weird rumors about what about the kids saying that they saw a demon and i've done studies on demons but i don't necessarily know if i believe in demons there's some text but cooper's claims that he saw some weird demon fly away from the house yeah yeah um, okay, you roll up to the hideout. What do you guys right. talk about? Throwing my bike on the ground. I'm busting in the door. Clatters. You give a quick wave to Alexandria. <laughs> Bust in the door. Guys! Guys, guys, you know Gilbert? You know Gilbert? You don't know Gilbert. Chris doesn't no. know Gilbert. I know Gilbert. You know Gilbert. Okay. Gilbert's a kid in my school. He's in my class. And he, and he, all week he was telling us about how his room kept getting like messed up after like he cleaned it. And then he went to bed and then it was messed up again in the morning. His dad kept yelling at him and he grounded him. Um, guys... His house burned down. Oh. He's in the hospital. That's what I was telling you about. And I went oh, to his house. That's the Gilbert. Oh, okay. I just went to his house. Oh, oh okay. Well, it I mean... started in his room on his NES. Oh, well, wait. So the parents were right? Games are bad for us? I mean, it could be faulty wiring. It could. No, Kaylee, listen. What if it was the Minotaur? Minotaur? He couldn't get past the Minotaur level in the game. He couldn't get to the Minotaur level, which, having read the guide, you know is one of the three bosses, basically. The mm -hmm. Minotaur Lord is the is sort of the first boss of the game. They said it was a demon. What if it's the Minotaur? What if the game is real? Like the like the snakes and the, and the rats? Like Alexandria? I mean... Yeah, Elizabeth, that's... That, 
that's kind of weird. I'm just going to say it. Like, I know we have this, you know, thing where it's, you know, funny and stuff, but that's a little too weird, I think. But, guys, well, they do say that if you have a theory, you should test it. I don't think that demons are real, but you're my friend, and if you want to test it, we'll test it. I think we should really try to get to that level. I mean, I have my guide. You know what? This is probably the most exciting thing I'm going to go for. I was going to ask you to, like, tutor me because, honestly, I really hate school and you guys are hysterical. But, yeah, sure, this sounds cool, too. All right. You guys go to Kaylee's house to try playing the game some more? Who's playing? I mean, I mean you did the it'll best be, last it'll time, be a, It'll be a calculate test. Probably. I'm not good at that. <laughs> look, look, look. I mean, if anyone's going to make this really test out, like, I, I, I don't play games too often, so I do things really dumb. On purpose, though. As Kaylee's already gathering dice <laughs> for the test. Get plus one with your guy, don't forget. Here, I'm trying to, like, convince everybody. It's a plus everybody. a whole die? It's or a add whole one. die added. Okay. Yep. So, one, two, three, four, five, six. For my calculate. Yes, tech plus calculate. Just saying... I have a calculator watch, and the fact that I've done so many calculations, but none which need my calculator watch, is a little sad. Um, that's two sixes. Okay, so with the help of your guide, you are actually able to make it very far into the first level of the game. You're, uh, which character are you playing? Still playing, playing the thief. Still the thief, yeah. Uh, you're, you're leaping over snakes, you're throwing daggers at, at rats. You eventually make it to the, the sub-bosses, the first of which is the satyr archer that Elizabeth, unfortunately, was defeated by. And you actually defeat it. Yeah! Um, and it moves you into a level that's sort of, um, like a mount, like, it's like a mountain level, because the first level is the Minotaur Lord, which rules over this sort of evil, uh, mountain called... I don't remember what I called it. It's uh, I have a name for it. Give me just a second. It's called the Crushing Crag. And there's a level in the Crushing Crag that is sort of like lava flowing from the ceiling. And you have to like jump between gaps in the lava flow. And, you know, you're throwing, you're throwing daggers now at imps and stuff like that. And the boss of this one, which you make to, is uh, what the guide tells you is a fire elemental. And you see it's this humanoid shape made of these flickering 8-bit flames. And um, go ahead and give me one more uh, calculate test to see how well you do against it. With my bonus? Yeah, same thing. You got the guide. You know it's Four, tactics. Five, six, seven. No. Yeah, you, you're like, I know this thing's tactics. It's going to throw a fireball at me. I'm going to jump over, and then you die before you finish reading the paragraph, unfortunately. You end up back at the beginning of the level... And even though you can make it to it another time, you, you still don't get it, and eventually you get a game over from this elemental. This is why you don't read and play. Mm-hmm. But um, you, that's as far as you're able to get this run. And you um, you understand that basically you're probably, if you were to defeat it, you'd probably be, the next level would be the Minotaur Lord would be the boss, basically. So it's sort of three levels per boss plus the final boss. That's so close, you guys. I'm telling you. You gotta pick the priest. That looks like Dio. I mean, you see those long hair that he's got going on? That guy knows how to rock. Might be a priest, but he's a metal priest. Is Dio like a rock star in this world? I mean, who isn't? <laughs> I mean, Dio is a legend. I don't know who Dio is. No, I don't know. Oh, who's okay. Dio? You've never watched uh, The Pick of Destiny? 
Oh, I mean, no. he, he's an actual, yeah. Dio, Am I missing something important? Dio is a, a, a metal rail. Yeah. Oh, okay. Need All you right. to go home and watch The Pick of Destiny. All right, I'll do that after this. It's Jack Black, man. All right. Um, anyway, would we that's be as far able... as you're able to get in the game this evening, unfortunately. But uh, Next definitely, time, please. definitely a difficult Dio, encounter. Always. Kaylee, um, can I borrow your book to go read at home? Of course. Cool. You know, you transfer that to uh, Elizabeth for uh, temporarily. You can keep it in your inventory for right now. I'm just going to put parentheses around this so I don't have it. What are you doing with it at home? Do you want to set a scene with it? I just want to crawl under my covers and read it with a flashlight. Okay. Are you trying to learn anything in specific? Yeah. What are you trying to learn from it? I want to learn how to beat the Minotaur because I have it in my head that it's because of the Minotaur. Okay. Um, you want to make a comprehend test for me. Awesome. So what you're able to deduce actually is that, and Chris is actually right, you should play the priest as the first boss because there's a very small text box in the description of the Crushing Crags three levels. And what it says is that each of the three bosses is sort of like almost trounced by one of the three heroes. So for the, getting to the Minotaur Lord, the priest is what you want. For getting to the Demon King, the... Um, the thief is what you want, and for getting to the vile Afriti, the knight is what you want, basically. Okay. So they're each good, they're each better at one of the types of bosses, but you have to play that same character through the whole game. I'm going to so. write this down on a paper to give sure. it to Kaylee um, sure. when I see her. All right. Um, the next day, you guys are headed to school, and uh, Kaylee, you hear... Um, you hear your mom is on the phone uh, before you head out to school, and she sounds um, like surprised, like she's hushed, speaking hushed tones. Um, she's. Um, I'm definitely immediately clued in. I know for some time that there's something she's not telling me, no matter how many times I ask the question, and it might be about my dad. You go ahead and uh, eavesdrop, I assume. Yeah. Give me an investigate. Um, so it's would it be mind. investigate? Yeah, it would be investigate. So it's six. Mind plus investigate. Four, five, six. If you want to try and listen in. I did get a six. Uh, your mother, what's your mom's name? Cindy. Cindy, your mom is talking to one of uh, one of her friends. Her friend Ruth, uh, Ruth Holmes. Uh, lives two streets over. They uh, they do exercise, jazzercising together and stuff like that. Ruth's son was found dead in his room this morning. Oh. Warren Holmes. He's a high schooler. He's a junior. He's on the swim team. And um, he was apparently found dead in his bedroom this morning. And she's trying to console her over the phone like, I'll be right there. Um, you know, I'm... I don't know where to begin with this. I, we'll, we'll make everything okay, I promise. She's trying to do what she can. She's, like, getting, like, all her stuff in her purse at the same time. Um, but he, it, is, it sounds bad. And you can kind of overhear on the other line because she's kind of leaves on the counter for a second and is trying to get her keys and stuff. And she's trying to get out of the house. I'm, what day is this? Um, <laughs> Thursday, let's say. So this would be right before school? Yeah, you were about to leave for school when you heard her on the phone. Um, and apparently um, what you're gathering is that, like, 
Mrs. Holmes didn't like have her son didn't come down for breakfast and go to school, so she went up to check and found him just on his bed. I'm non-responsive. Non-responsive. Booking it as fast as I can because I'm assuming mom's gonna get off the phone and go. Yeah. Mom barely recognizes me before I leave for school anyway. Yeah, she pays no mind to you. So I'm I'm booking it. I want to find Elizabeth and I want to tell her. Okay. Um, you guys can meet on the way to school. Because this is getting get really weird. And uh, yeah, so you are you actually meet at sort of the entrance to school. Elizabeth. Hey. My mom this morning, Miss Mrs. Holmes, the uh uh Warren Warren. Her son Warren, my yeah. mom's friend, he's he's dead. What? I don't know. I was gonna talk to my mom, but then my mom left, and this is just this is too much. This hasn't happened in forever. Like none of this stuff has happened, and now there's houses burning down, and people being bit by snakes, and Warren. Chris, do you go to school today? You know, I, yeah, Kaylee's been telling me if about you, history class. If so. you do, you get told over the morning announcements. That Warren, who goes to your school, he he's only a, he's only yeah, a no year older than you. He he was found dead this morning. You hear that over the announcements. I mean, he was cool enough to you know that that blows. That yeah, sucks. I mean, he's swimming team. He's a popular guy, yeah. and uh, he had a lot of friends. So it's a really rough morning for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, what are you guys doing after your talk at school? Um. Do you know why? Did your mom say? No, my mom just left right after, and I came to find you because, well, I didn't want to be late for school, but that doesn't matter. I just, I don't know what's happening. First my dad, and now Warren, and then there's something happening. Maybe we should skip school today. I did already finish my essays. Do you think Chris is at the clubhouse? Yeah. I mean, Chris doesn't go to school anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'd reluctantly, but knowing that I'll make it up an extra credit, would probably try to leave. I mean, they'll understand, right? Kids are dying. Like, we shouldn't be at school. We should figure this out. Like, I don't see any teachers figuring it out. All right. You guys go to the hideout? Yeah. Chris is not there. Chris is at school today. You assume. You don't know where he is. He's not at the hideout, though. Well. Uh, Chris, while you're at school, go ahead and give me, um, if, you, if you're if you talking to people about it, maybe, about, because, I mean, you know, one of your peers I'm, being found dead. Right. I'm deal. a rocker. I'm not a jerk. Give me, um, uh, let's say... A contact. Heart plus contact roll to see Heart who who we can find to talk to if anybody knows anything right. about what happened. Yeah, because that's kind of like the life of all mysteries. Like, death is a fortunate mm-hmm. part of it, but you can always learn something from it. Mm-hmm. That's what I keep telling myself. And I did get a six, so I hopefully look you, you um You actually meet up with one of Warren's neighbors who kind of overheard the thing. He was late to school this morning because he was staying to kind of overhear the police talk to... Um, to uh, Mrs. Holmes, and um, his his uh, his neighbor Brian is um, telling you that um, yeah, like apparently they had like no reason that they understand why he died. It wasn't like he didn't do anything to himself. He didn't 
like get hurt he he they just found him and there's like no for i mean i heard the police being like we don't know what happened um we're gonna investigate for you and you know we'll get back a cause where did they find him i think it was in his bedroom just like in his bed and when they they don't know what's going on the cops don't know anything I, i heard him through his window and they were like we're not really sure what's going on we're gonna have our doctors come down and take a look at him and like apparently they don't like she, his mom was really freaking out like of course but like well, yeah but like they don't know what happened it's like how do you not know what happened he's like right there like look at him but like i didn't see him or anything so man i, I can tell you these adults never figure this stuff out like they don't i mean he's like look i'm like i know you gotta like, see something one of, right? one of my cousins works as like an intern at the police department i might be able to like find out what happened to him yeah man like i mean this is kind of important because if like Kids are dying? Who's to say one of us won't be next? Like, I, this heard, is I heard the elementary school kid was, like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gary or something. Was yeah. He, uh, he was in the hospital or something. Gillyberg. Gilly Gilbert. Gilbert. Gilbert, yeah. Gilbert. He was, I heard he was in the hospital. Like, like stuff's weird right now, man. Yeah, and then, like, rats are apparently spilling out in the streets. I mean, that I happened the other I day. I didn't hear about that one, though. Oh, it was a pretty I, epic I, story. I'll I tell you some time. Okay, right. Brian, I got you. Hey, I got, I got to go to biology. But, hey, you know what? Hey. Stay safe out there, man. Brian, look out. All right. Um, but yeah, it's it's hard to get information about what happened to Warren Holmes. Um, but if you um, if you wish, you can certainly try. What do you guys want to do? I mean, we've already skipped school. We can go to the hospital and check on Gilbert. Yeah, let's do that. I bet he's lonely in there too. I kind of want to go to uh, crap. <laughs> what is the Brian's neighbor's name again? The, the na- Warren. He's, he's the neighbor of Warren. Yeah, Warren. Yeah. I kind of want to go to Warren's place. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe they'll figure it out, but, I mean, I just see things on a different level, so. Okay. Um, let's start with that, then. You go over to the Holmes household, and there's nobody there. Um, his parents um, have gone, presumably, somewhere else. Um, he's obviously at the morgue, um, so it's abandoned at the moment. There's... You know, still some police tape up around, but you don't see any cars or um, investigators or anything like that. So you're you're probably clear to check it out. But there's still people, like there's neighbors and stuff. So you want to be careful. All right, I flattened down my mohawk just so it doesn't cool. draw too much attention. Give me a sneak test. Yeah. Body plus sneak. Foiled again. I should have flattened my mohawk more so. So you do get into the house. You're not sure if you were super stealthy about it. Um, I but did you're, hit that pot over. Yeah, yeah, you heard crashing, shattering of porcelain. <laughs> um, you're in the house though, and you can make your way up to Warren's room if you want to. Yeah, which one is his room? I mean, I, I kind of need to look. You everything. open a door. It's like a sewing room. It's not there. You open another door. There it is. Oh, okay, cool. Found it. Sweet. Um, yeah, and you see the room has been kind of stripped bare. Uh, the bed sheets are taken off the bed. There's, um, you know, piles of stuff that's been kind of moved and shifted around. Um, if you're looking for clues, give me an investigate test. Mind plus investigate. Thanks. Open your mind. Open your mind. Find clues. I got a six. The most, the strangest thing you he- see here is like, the bed she's been gone is okay. If he was found on his bed, that's normal. They want to get that and test it. Like you don't, you, you don't see anything weird about the carpet or his desk. 
He has a TV in his room. All right. And you see there's cables from it that are just not plugged into anything. They're just, like, plugged into the TV but not plugged into anything on a desk or, like, a, a, a you know... Like someone took it out from, like, the outlet or something. Someone, someone took something from this. Uh-huh. And looking at it, you see it's the connection cords for a Nintendo Entertainment System. It's the it's the plug-in um, for the from the console to the TV. Yeah, Kevin's it's just very... left there. Like like there was a console here and somebody took it away. Yeah, Kevin's pretty meticulous about you know I'm trying to make sure those were inserted properly. So mm-hmm. you recognize totally it. do. Yeah, well, that seems kind of odd. Mm-hmm. Um, There's very little like everything else in here you could assume is something that belongs in a high school like you know boys' bedroom, and there's that that's very strange. There's no notes or anything laying around. Um, not that you see, although you can see uh, he does have on his desk hidden, if you're looking for notes, under some papers. He has by his books on his desk, uh, there's two sort of like boxes, one of which is for Super Mario Bros. and one of which is for Rune and Rune. Okay, Super Mario Bros. is a pretty sick game. Wait, yeah. Rune and Rune? Oh, that's the game we've been playing. Mm-hmm. And if you investigate them, Rune and Ruin is uh, empty. Super Mario Bros. has the cartridge inside. Wait a minute. I'm, I, you know what? I think I need to find the crew. I, this is this is weird. <laughs> what are you guys doing on your skip school day? We were gonna go see Gilbert. I mean, okay. you partially because we care about him, and partially because it's a good excuse to skip school. You go to the hospital, um, and you do you just ask for like I'm looking for Gilbert Norman, or do you? Uh, no, it's um, it's definitely more of a um, we're here to see um, uh, Gilbert uh, Norman, please. Um, we're his friends, and um, uh, it's totally fine for us to be here. Give me a charm test. <laughs> Since you're trying to lie. We are. But you're also trying to be sneaky. What is it? Charm? Charm. Mind, or heart plus charm. Excuse me. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, the adults, there's a nurse who just sort of looks confused at you and says, shouldn't you be in school right now? Where are your parents? My mom's with Warren and she said that I was really sad today and so I didn't have to go to school and I can check on my friend because I was worried and I want to start crying. Okay, now you can make a charm test. <laughs> With my three. Don't forget you have luck points, too. Yeah, I guess I'll use my last one. Okay, let's, let's see it. do it. If you want to retroactively use a luck, Elizabeth, you can. No. Let me try to use it. All right, well, retroactively say Elizabeth used a luck point, too. Mark one. I'm going to start crying, too. Two sobbing kids. Because <laughs> his nurse. No. So this nurse is very concerned about the two sobbing young children she has on her hand and no parents to be seen. And she escorts you to the lobby and tries to call on the, the like, the, the um, hospital PA system. Like, Can I, what are your names? And you're, like, sobbing through it and you're not, I assume, giving her any information. She's very, very frazzled right now. Uh, but you're not making any progress towards Gilbert at this moment. Would there be... Like a kids ward or like a pediatrics ward. They're the pediatrics ward. Yeah. While she's on the phone, as soon as she turns away, I want to grab Elizabeth's hand and run towards the pediatrics ward. Okay, give me a move test. <laughs> do I need to do it too? 
Um, no. But if uh, if Kaylee succeeds, you will succeed too. If Kaylee fails, you might have to. Uh, I did not. <laughs> okay, so you try and run, and she immediately takes notice. Elizabeth, you want to try and move test to get both of you out of there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Body plus move. So Kaylee's like, run, and then like grabs you and almost trips and stumbles and falls. You catch her, and you start running towards where the signs tell you the pediatrics ward is. <laughs> the nurse does take notice, however, and immediately starts chasing you. So I would like you both to make another test. What are you? Are you trying to outrun them? Are you trying to like hide and lose them? She's. I mean, she's definitely on you. She's like six steps behind you. She sees you run, but what are you trying to do? I have no idea. I mean, her legs are longer than ours, so logic would say that we should try to lose her. Yeah. All right. Then go ahead and both of you make sneak tests. Oh, no. And depending on the success here, we'll I'll, I'll sort of figure out what happens. <laughs> I got a two sixes. Oh, yes. Okay. On my three dice. Nice. So both of you are running. You take a turn down the hallway, jump through a nurse's station, and like scatter papers everywhere. More nurses spin in their chairs, and you duck into um, the one of the staff rooms, basically. And there's doctors passing through. They're trying to pick up all this stuff. And if you peek through the window, you see she's looking around and she's lost you completely. She runs off in another direction. Um, Quiet high five. And you, you appear to have lost them. And the nurses are currently trying to pick up all their stuff you knocked over. So you have a, a moment to escape now. Let's go. Okay. You go towards the pediatrics ward. Um, if one of you or both of you wants to make a, uh, a comprehend test to find Gilbert. Um, see if you can figure out like where his room might be or what's in. Both. Sure. Mind plus comprehend. <laughs> Throw it on. Four eyes are better than two. <laughs> I got a six. I got at least one. Yes, I got a six. So you are able pretty quickly, actually, to find him because while there are several patients in the pediatric ward, there's only one who is here for smoke inhalation. And you hear uh, some other nurses talking about it and how his condition is improving, but he still has some lung damage. And um, they say Norman, so you know they're talking about him. And you can see his room, and he's... Um, laying in his bed, and up in the up in the corner, there's some um, you know telenovela playing that he's clearly not watching because he's asleep. So we have to wake him up. We have to find out what happened. I'm definitely going into that room, and I want to gently like touch his arm. Okay, go ahead. You tap his little arm, and he goes. He looks very confused when he looks at both of you, like through very heavy lidded, probably medicated eyes. <laughs> Hey, Gilbert, we came to see that you were doing okay. And he says, who are you? From Where's school. my mom? And you, um, he's looking around for, like, his mom or somebody. Your mom stepped out for a second because she had to go to the bathroom. Um, but she said it was okay for us to be in here. Um, so. We told uh, her you we were bringing your homework, but we didn't bring any homework. Yeah, homework's for chumps. Um. <laughs> They're learning well. Um, uh, are you okay? Uh, go ahead and make a charm test for me. Both of you can if you want. (laughs) 
I'll try. Heart plus charm. Not very good. We hold dice because I'm not charming. Don't forget your pride. You can check if you need. I got a six, though. All right. My pride is... You don't have to roll at me if you want, because Kaylee succeeded. If you want to roll, you can, but you don't have to. No. Um, so Kaylee, leading this sort of in, uh, exchange, you sort of like, he sort of nods and says, I don't, I don't really remember what happened. I, I was in my room, and then I kind of woke up here, and it was really hot, and it hurt a lot, and everything burned. But I don't remember what happened. You're basically like the coolest adventurer ever. I don't feel like the coolest adventurer ever. This is just the after part. Maybe you'll get like superpowers or something. No, thank you. <laughs> what? I don't remember Listen, anything. You talk. I don't know how to be around people. Um. Hi. Um. Were you playing the game? Game. Uh, yeah, the game. Mm-hmm. Ruin and Ruin? Oh. Probably. I played it every night. I, I can't, can't get to the Minotaur board. Oh, that's super easy. I did that a long time ago. How? Uh, oh, um, Kaylee has a book. It's fine. I can't, he, the <laughs> Elemental keeps killing me. Yeah, I see that, Gilbert. That's not very nice. Sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Um, you know, somebody died. Not you, though. I know. Um. Can you, where's my mom? I'll go find her. Come on, Kaylee. <laughs> and he looks very confused. And he looks at the TV. And he looks even more confused as you guys walk out. Um, yeah, what are you doing now? Speaking out. <laughs> attempt to make your way to the hospital. You can do so pretty easily. Um, <laughs> you do see that nurse that chased you back at the at the lobby, like looking for you, but you just slip in like with a group of other visitors, and you you manage to make it out just fine. Hey everyone, it's Elizabeth. Our mystery ran a bit too long this time, so we've had to split it into two episodes. Tune in to the exciting conclusion of this adventure from Tales from the Loop on Sunday, June 20th at 7 p.m. Have an awesome night, and thank you so much for listening to our first ever Dragon Players podcast.